from Atlanta, Fulton County. We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. Purple color, I see. Shut then up. you maintain the status. December 7th, 19th. And a question of psychopath. The Orbi has nothing to fear. I got me. Welcome in, guys. I'm Keith Pazel. This is my podcast. We're with Adam Crocious, as always. Man, I tell you, that song got me going. Yeah, and you it, the, it does every time. You got to I, hear it twice. I too. had these. Yeah, we had a little priming session to make sure all the levels were correct. So I, the second time I heard it, still worked. Oh yeah, still gets me in a good headspace. Hell yeah, every time this song. Well, welcome I think in. It's amazing. I hope it gets. I hope it gets you guys into the headspace. That's exactly. all that. I guess that's exactly. all that matters. You know exactly. New things I got. I hope I'm I'm in brighter. I mean, the, the, my mic is huge, so it's shadowing me a little bit. But sure, got a new light, so hopefully it's brighter and more vivid for you guys. But it's the same show. We're here watching TV, talking about stuff. Yeah, what's going on in the world? Well, what's and going actually, on in our lives a little bit. As know? we as I stated, we chatting. did it, we did chatting. it late last week. Um, by the way, just to get it off the bat, you can follow us on YouTube. And uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all the major ones. That's where we're at. Uh, just search This Is Keith Pazel's Podcast. <laughs> uh, right now we're going to get you a little bit of this Jack Reacher. Exactly. I tell you Jack what. Jack Reacher on right now. I've never watched one of these movies beginning to end, but w- when I have watched them. There's like nine of them now. I, I think, I'm like, you know, they work. There's just as many Mission Impossible yeah. movies now you know, as I, there I mean, are Jack Reacher movies. I give him credit, man. You know, Cruise is like... Still try to maintain relevance. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I don't know if they, this, these people can like retire. You know what I mean? Like, do they, can they retire? Do they retire? Um, I mean, I think at this point he can if he wants to, but I always wonder if he's got Scientology holding a gun to his head. Uh, or, or, or else. Or oh, just he, like, look, do we got to make some money. Is that Morgan Freeman? I, I, no, I just mean his own like. His own kind of ego. Like, I, he can't live any other way. He's been a movie star since, like, 1983. It's almost... It's 37 years, 38 years of being a movie star, you know? It's oh, like, totally. When do you think he... Top Gun was the star, right? The star moment? Well, th- th- that was his true breakthrough. That, that was like, oh, he is thrust to... He is the leading... He was, you know, he was the leading man uh, of that era. Definitely. Of, like, the hot, young, kind of, you know, cocky actor. You know, he was definitely, like, he was the guy, without a doubt. He was, he basically, he Man, reigned supreme he, until he freaked out on Oprah, I think. When he freaked out on Oprah, yeah. that that tarnished his image. Well, that's know? also why he reigned supreme. That's why Steve Gutenberg got taken out of the picture. He couldn't hold up to fucking Tom oh, yeah. Cruise. No, good. And you know who else? Because at one time, Rob Lowe was almost equal with Tom Cruise. What? Ha- well, Lowe got caught up in the Brat Pack shit, right? Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then he also had a sex scandal in 1988 when he was at 
at the Democratic Party convention in Atlanta when they nominated Michael Dukakis because the dirty tricks being pulled then was catch capturing Gary Hart on a boat with Donna Rice. The boat said monkey business. That picture was taken and his political career was ruined by Lee Atwater, a despicable human being. That was being. his version of malarkey. Yeah, yeah. So That was so, the malarkey Biden bus, was the monkey business. <laughs> so, so yeah, but, but, but the point is, is uh, yeah, uh, it, it is. I love uh, this is what we got from Jack Reacher. Yeah, exactly. Is it yeah? Cruz, Cruz and Lowe were almost at the and same Gutenberg, level. And don't fucking don't don't hate on Steve uh, Gutenberg. Gutenberg was not in the same category. Lowe, Lowe, and, and Cruz, women of my era, girls back then, teenage girls, were very turned on by both those guys. Like, but Cruz was more of a badass. He was hotter. But but Lowe was a you know a very kind of pretty boy. But Lowe, he got caught up in a sex scandal in 1988 in Atlanta filming sex with a woman that well she wasn't a woman she was a minor which is part of the reason why it it almost derailed i mean he was he was a movie star like he was in movies rob Lowe. well that's the, young blood that's 100 you know? the if there's if there's grass on the field play ball era yeah i feel like the 80s and rob Lowe is where that fucking saying was created well i think the 70s was definitely that way too no doubt about it and, and there was a, a an underpinning of that in the 80s too absolutely without Let's a go doubt through we got oh we got fast and the furious here Ooh, here we, i never saw these you never saw this one this is no. fast and furious this is the like the original isn't it no this is the like reboot oh, type of oh, thing oh, like okay. when when they brought it back they hadn't done one i think this is the fourth one uh yeah they hadn't done one since fast and the fury and this one was like it was supposed to be a reboot <laughs> slash fifth one because it was fast and furious they took out the the yeah and then i think this might be the first one without paul walker no i think paul walker or he was in this one br- yeah and then he died right after um <laughs> what, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's the, the that caliber of movie just never appealed to me what car movie so do you did you like steve mcqueen movies or something i mean like i remember that? steve mcqueen being being kind of yeah he, he was definitely like an action sort of kind of guy that was sort of his thing but he had some character to him too you know i mean and if you if you watch the was the, he bu- gay mcqueen no no not at all actually he was a hardcore womanizer hard he was he was in the in 1969 he was the movie star he was the movie star in Hollywood in the late 60s. 1969. And then he, uh, again, he was going to be with Sharon Tate and that whole crew when they got murdered by the Manson clan, by the Manson family who murdered them. He was going to be there that night. So McQueen probably would have been murdered too. Although he would have fought back in some way, I think. Who knows? Yeah. You know, but. but I wasn't uh, going to let that hippie pussy fuck with me. You know, but he, I guess he, he literally was going to meet them at their house. He just picked up a woman at a bar on Sunset, you know, and like, you know, <laughs> had sex with her that night instead. You know, I just they, made it brighter. I let people you know, into the fourth wall here. I just made it yeah. brighter in the room. That was Steve McQueen in, in the late 60s. He would have been a victim of the uh, of the Manson family. As I said before, as you know, Keith, I uh, went to high school with Charles Manson's son. Oh, yeah. And didn't you say he was kind of bummed about it? Like he it was the one like, just come on, man. Well, he, my yeah. name's Ralph or what was his name? <laughs> Sean. Well, well his fucking... name is, is a, no one's going to know. His name was, was Mike or is Mike Bruner. That was his name. And he was a year older than me. I didn't know him. He was of a different uh, social group. He would be a burnout. We would have called him back then. A stoner. He wore like, like metalhead t-shirts and stuff. And we used to have a smoker's corner. That's how old. <laughs> I was in high school when you actually were allowed to smoke cigarettes at school. And, and they had a corner for it. It was like shop kids and so stuff. So he would have hung out with me. 
so so he he was like and, and he was for all by all accounts actually a relatively nice guy mild-mannered guy he got taken away from the family when he was two years old his mom was mary carol bruner which was one of the first people i think who became part of the manson family she was a librarian she was in like in, one in, of his in disciples yeah yeah she was in berkeley when he was in the bay area like in 66 i think and she was a and she was from a small town in the midwest a town i, I grew up eau claire wisconsin that i went to high school and junior high school in so yeah, so he was taken away. He was raised by his grandparents, his maternal grandparents. Oh, here we go. Raised him. So, uh, so I mean, by all accounts, he was you know relatively well adjusted. Oh, ghost! This is Got good. Ghost. Yeah, this is good. Nice. I'm excited. <laughs> that was a genuine like. Yeah, I like this one. I like those lapels, man. That was such a late, like late. Is that how you went to work for this your first job? This was early nineties, like looking no, slick. No, not like that. I, I looked, I'm sure, goofy in a suit because I was a skinny grunt. But anyway. Um, it, it just, um, what were we saying about McQueen? Oh, yeah, and, and Mary Carol Brunner. So, yeah, this guy I went to high school with. He was actually a pretty good guy, but when he would get drunk. Well, you have to be if you're when, fucking when, Charles when, Manson's son. When he would get drunk, I guess it would come out. He'd get pretty bummed out about it. Like, I, I was never around because he hung out with a different group of people. Yeah. I never had any issues with him. I, by all accounts, he was relatively well-behaved. My uncle Mondo but, would get drunk and get upset about the treating of the Native Americans, so I would equate it to that, probably. Seriously, you, you had an uncle who was... Oh, well, the Mexican side of my family pretty aggressively native american like my grandma is like indigenous like, you know yeah like yeah. her you know have you ever read the blood meridian oh i've heard of it but i've not read it so that book's about indian scalpers and they go to like mexico and texas before it was texas when it was still mexico and they scalp indians but all the indians are mexican it even threw me off when i was reading the book i was like why are these Indians speaking English or speaking Spanish? Yeah. I thought they all had their own like tribal languages. Yeah, yeah. And then I read further into it and I was like, oh, they were like Mexicans. Like it was just they were also just part of a Native American tribe. Yeah, yeah. So my grandma descends from those Native Americans. Wow, okay. Interesting. Like, like, like Mexican, that, that Mexican Indians. Oh, interesting. Wow, interesting. No, that, 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 that's, uh, I don't sure think that enough to get fucking, uh, get, to get the buckaroos though. <laughs> well they're also mexican right they're not they're not it's like a nation in this country like a i was i was right. thinking it about also this. might not count because it's foreign reparations yeah yeah i don't think that's i don't know what, gonna, i don't know what the they mexican, can't give reparations to black people i don't know what the mexican to, treatment of the native americans was they could have treated them beautifully i i have a feeling that wasn't the case <laughs> or i have a feeling yeah the uh when the spanish came so right it wasn't now the case, i think obviously. we're going between ghost and jack reacher is the two is the two we're going okay. for the first okay. half okay i'm I, I approve i approve i think it's a good call you yeah. know so so what was discussed ad nauseum this okay week? yeah was so that? we're gonna we're gonna crack into the first segment this is good this might even take us into the second half um a new i i got the idea because this podcast comes out on sunday and pretty much everybody's had all week to hear about all the hot takes of what went on throughout the week. So yeah. I figure we go over what those usually two, three, maybe even four topics of this is what everybody talked about. This is how they covered it. And then we'll kind of try and go from there. Yeah. Okay. So I had cool. three topics that actually were perfect. The number one thing you actually saw, which was the cat lawyer. <laughs> you saw this. Yeah. 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 And I you watched. Actually, I thought of you because you were you had a job in the pandemic enough to where you were doing zoom work so i was, oh, I was like, doing zoom work a lot but you i you feel know? like don't know enough about these products where you wouldn't even know how to access these filters 
Oh yeah, yeah. I, I have no idea how to get a filter. I have no idea how to, how to download one. Or I don't even know. Does it upload, download? Do you do smoke signals? I have no yeah. fucking clue. Now, if anybody, to me, it seems like amazing. Now, science, for the for know? the eld, for the for the ants in my family that are listening, if you don't, Duvall is in this. I'm sorry, Duvall's. So yeah, it's yeah. Robert Duvall and Cruz. Yeah, so they're teaming up post Days of Thunder. This is a good 18 years after oh, yeah. Days of Thunder. Well, and Duvall's in his era to where he's like Robert fucking Duvall, but he's just playing a random fucking hunting <laughs> clerk. You know, that's the weird thing where like it's flipped is he 20 years ago, he'd laugh at this opportunity. But now it's I don't know if people are desperate or it's like the hot cameo where they're like, hey, come be this clerk at this fucking hunting show. Robert Duvall, one of the greatest actors of our generation. He, he must be a relevant character in the sense of like the plot takes a different turn because of his character. He's, he's going to have a little bit of weight behind his character. I would imagine that helps. Right? <laughs> Makes you half human. <laughs> Your friend got a name? What if he was Jack was Reacher Paul. before Jack Reacher? Duvall was great, man. He, 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 What's the first thing you remember him in? A Godfather. Godfather, absolutely. As Tommy Hagen? Yeah, yeah absolutely. And they all looked so young. Like, they almost don't look like the same fucking people. Yeah, I know. So, oh, yeah, because they were. So they're all, I mean, Pacino. Pacino looks like a crazed lunatic with his hair now. Plus, doesn't he smoke like four packs of cigarettes a day or something? I mean, he's in, he smokes them like Fred Shero. You know what I mean? He smokes a lot of cigarettes, you know, like like a mid-70s maitre d'. I think so, know? yeah. I think he smokes like a fucking a lot. And he's still alive. <laughs> oh, I'm acting. I'm, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm breaking into a Frank Caliendo <laughs> and that's the th- so, I was talking about that a couple episodes ago, but it's hard to do a real impression these days. Like an with, act- without just doing an impression of an impression, <laughs> an impression of impressionist. Yeah, I'm Rich Little. <laughs> that's one of my favorite lines from Seinfeld. Is he's doing an impression of someone, and his mom goes, "What are you, Rich Little?" <laughs> Absolutely, Rich Little. <laughs> Be that as it may, I'm the only one who's bothered to track him this far. You help me out. I'll be in your debt. Yeah, I tell I you know. what, you know, Cruz, he, he speaks pretty prominently. You know, I mean, he, you know, he can, you know, he's he can act. But then here's here's Cruz, where the camera can act. But here's where the camera <laughs> saves him is because he's five foot four. Yeah. <laughs> well, absolutely. Robert Duvall could kick the shit out of him right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he I think he is. I think he's like five seven. Right. Seriously. I think, I think Cruz so. is Let's five look seven. Yeah. Let's look it up. He's pretty short. But those shorter guys on film, they. uh well, you can frame them better or something. I don't know what it is. You know, it works a little better. You know, when you're a big oaf like me, it's like, nah, you're not photogenic, man. You're too five seven. Too, you fucking too, nailed it. Yeah, he's like five foot seven. You know, what is he in fucking Scotland? Jesus Christ! Uh, well, I was gonna say, and so is he. He walks that across the field like that in to set up the target co- in a big country. People feel that. Remember Big Country, the band Big Country? I was, I liked Big Country. I liked that one song. Na, 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 I can na, live na, and na. breathe and see the sun in summertime. <laughs> They're playing the Ebo. That, that's, it sounds like yeah. bagpipes. Do you know that song is about fucking, that song is about like roaming the hills of Scotland. Yeah, absolutely. Or Ireland or whatever the fuck. Oh, yeah, no, they're Scottish. Absolutely. And, and they're definitely a band. One hit wonder and that guy uh, died of a drug overdose, I believe. They all you do. Know? I mean, it's just, you know, in a big country, dreams stay with you. I, I, <laughs> I think it's, you know, it, That's it's a, great a jam. Song. That, that, if I had the box, I would come into big country. <laughs> That's like, I'm, in a big, big country, country, dreams stay with you. The, so the song Big Country by the band Big Country. Yeah. 
<laughs> off of the album Big Country. Of course. Yeah, That's yeah. up there with <laughs> Bad Company, sung by Bad Company, <laughs> off the album Bad, Bad Company. Company. <laughs> Bad Company. Yeah, what, what was... Well, Bad Company had a little bit of a career because well, they opened for Zeppelin. That that was their that was their thing. They opened for Zeppelin. Like later, Zeppelin. Bad Company you know? is like, I think of them as like this is what a Paisel thinks classic rock is. Like my we, dad probably liked Bad Company. All my uncles they probably were like this is the new Zeppelin. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Because it was the same label. I think they're in this. Because I think was John Paul Jones in Bad Company. Let's see. Was I it a super was, group? Um. <sighs> I, I know they, were, they were definitely again don't confuse them with the firm okay <laughs> that sounds super groupy oh the oh the firm in, in the mid like 80s john mayer trio i mean the, yeah the, that, that was paul Jimmy Page. rogers it yeah. was bad company our paul rogers mick ralph's what a fucking 70s fucking name simon kirk and later adding bassist boz burrell and where were they from? Were they Peter British? Grant, who managed Led Zeppelin, also managed Bad Company. Yeah, exactly. Because they connection. had some hits, dude. Uh, so they can't get enough. Good love and gone bad. Feel I feel like making love. Feel like making. See what's going on. It's such like seventies man bush sex. See what's going on with God. I don't trim my man bush. <laughs> I've now switched over to Ghost. There we go. To, well, thank you. I appreciate that. But yeah, yeah. But, so back company, they were British, I assume, correct? Oh, absolutely. They had to be. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't have the name Mick Ralphs and you're from fucking, fucking Idaho. Yeah, I, I think Paul Rogers was in the firm, too, with Jimmy Page. It was named after the Jeff Bridges film Bad Company. Oh, contrary to speculation. Oh. Uh, in an interview that the idea came from a book of Victorian morals. What a fucking drunk rock and roll excuse. <laughs> I was fumming through a, a Victorian novel and those were the only words that weren't covered in piss and vomit. Good job. That, the, good job, Keith. That's a good character. Good. Well, well done, man. That, well, I, you know. We I were just out that. in the attic, love. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, because Bad Company, they used to open for Zeppelin, like, I think from like 75 on, I want to say they opened for Zeppelin, like later Zeppelin. You know, we're talking like physical graffiti Zeppelin, that that Hell era yeah. of Zeppelin they opened, I think, which is a great era of Zeppelin too, obviously. Oh, physical, my dad would always get hammer and go, physical graffiti. That's because everybody talks about Led Zeppelin one and or two. Yeah, and four. Um, and four. And my dad... Claims physical graffiti is the best Led Zeppelin record. Well, they, I think, I think physical graffiti or physical presence, graffiti has like houses of the holy on it and shit, right? Um, I think it does. I think it might also have, um, no, the immigrant song is, is Led Let's Zeppelin see, three. Houses of the Holy. Well, houses of the holy is different. That's the right. album after uh, physical, graffiti. physical graffiti. That's actually just a great fucking name. Well, physical graffiti, I, I, either that or, or presence. They they recorded it like in three weeks or even like eighteen days. They were at you know whatever John you know John Paul Jones's or what not John. That's Paul, up J there Jimmy with Pages. like uh, <laughs> the the white album was supposed to be called a doll's house. So when did physical graffiti come out? Is it nineteen seventy five? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You were five years old, right? I was. I was six. Six. Yeah. So you're sixty nine. Hey. Yep. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Man. Physical graffiti. What is that? What um, that the only singles are "Trampled Underfoot" slash "Black Country Woman." 
but yeah, let's see what's on it. There's but some jams on it. That's the thing about these classic Obviously. bands is stuff that wasn't a single at the time or probably just, yeah, Houses of the Holy. Yeah. Uh, in My Time of Dying. Uh, that song is... Cashmere. Cashmere. Oh, yeah. God, yeah, they had some hits. In the Light. Uh, Ten Years Gone. Oh, Ten Years Gone is a good, good song. Also. Sick Again, the Wanton song. I think isn't were, the Wanton song in the days of my youth? Yeah, yeah, I, I think that might be. Yeah, no, that's good times. That's okay, good yeah, times, bad. That's her first album. Good times, bad times. But no, it, it, it looks it, like the Wonton <laughs> song. It's about it's about a Chinese chicken salad. <laughs> no, it, it is a physical graffiti. Uh, yeah, that was. Uh, I think that album, or maybe it was Presence, which I think was right after that. They recorded it in eighteen days, I guess. Well, uh, also, at, you what's know, confusing Jimmy is Jimmy Page's English Castle. You I know? think House of People and did a lot of coke. Houses of it. the Holy is such a good song. I think people confuse. They always think that the album is called Houses of the Holy. Well, because the out al- there's the album Houses of the Holy. Yes, exactly. that is what yeah, it is. There's exactly. on, but the song Houses of the Holy is not on the album Houses of the Holy. Exactly, exactly. You're right. Exactly. And Houses of the Holy is. I mean. That is a that that's the in utero. They followed up Led Zeppelin four with Houses of the Holy. That, that is like in utero following up. Never is mind. Is this the one he? That so this is the big scene, or is this, this set up no, the pottery and goes? This just sets it up. This is the foreshadowing. This movie, I think, made the most mo- money of any movie in 1990. I think it made like 300 million dollars. Oh yeah, it's up there. We've looked it up. Yeah, yeah I, I remember yeah. we were both quite shocked that Ghost fucking took home the fucking <laughs> the bacon in 1990. The bacon, absolutely. Know? The very definition of taking I home mean, the bacon. Ghost uh, fucking got it. Uh, and Whoopi Goldberg won the Oscar. Was this before? Yeah, this is like six years before GI Jane, right? Oh yeah, but you could was, tell she was inching towards Jane though with the hair. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that was a like a. A risk. I'm all right. I hooked up with a woman one time with a hairstyle like that. Her name was Vicky Smith. Just to let you know, <laughs> I, I want to let the audience know that when I get to my deep voice, my lush voice, I talk about the times I've made love to women. Anyway, but yes, she, <laughs> but she, yeah, <laughs> to me, more she had that same type of hairstyle. That was that was a you know it was a short hairstyle for the time. But but uh, very, my mom, very my mom had that. Yeah, it was very cute. You know, it was a very. I, I like that hairstyle. I thought there was. Uh, there was. A, it was. It was pretty. You know, dude, that kind of no shirt, like with jeans. That's like how my dad lived in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. It, uh, it was definitely an eighties look too. <coughs> Swayze could pull that off. You know. Oh yeah, and look at I bet you people got in like look he's got such a regular guy he's got three wrinkles on his belly yeah yeah it, it, it. <laughs> she fucked this shit up my mom would have fucking elbowed his head but this is when they they make love this is what they the, the song kicks in here oh and the nineties was the era of making love too this was uh th- th- this basic is, instinct ended that <laughs> with uh, Demi Moore I feel like this is when she made it she catapulted into a different level. This movie made her a true, like, leading woman for a while in Hollywood. Oh, we're going to get fucking hit for that. Yep, exactly. Yeah, Cannot yeah. play the Everly Brothers Absolutely. here on this you podcast. Know, this or is, you know what? Let's let's walk the line a little bit. This is the scene. 
I remember this movie being huge the summer of 1990. It was it was like everywhere. Ghosts. Do you Everyone think had, this upped the sale of pottery wheels a certain percentage? Oh, I'm sure it did. I'm sure it did. All these, oh, just, you know, if I have a hobby like that too, my marriage will be satisfying. My relations will be good too because it's set I'll up be the, making pottery. Oh, just like Demi Moore and Ghost. Of course. It set I'm up good. the opportunity for, for wives to go, why don't you treat me like that? Why don't you come from behind <laughs> while I'm making dinner? And then for husbands to go, why don't you ever make dinner? Hey. Hey. See, but the, I mean, th- this is like their, their apartment was a, I mean, this was a stylized, hip, New York, Tribeca. You know, it's still a little rougher on the it's edges. It's a classic some- 90s sex trope when you can't show vulgar sex, when you they have the facial recognition of penetration. Yo, the, yeah. The, <gasps> I don't <laughs> it's like they're getting poked yeah i mean th- this is my i didn't have access to porn like you guys all had so to well, me this is the closest i, mean, I, I didn't got have to it, it and until, i didn't like the way it was portrayed to be quite honest with you although I, that was, access didn't come until well into the 2000s yeah that really yeah late I, I, 90s I, early 2000s porn was still pretty much like images on like you download an image and you'd have that like the magazine still meant something yeah you know when when everyone could just access i mean when i was younger they still stole shit in like 7-eleven they still had like porno mags oh yeah absolutely i remember that absolutely you know porno mags yeah they, they were i remember there was a national protest against 7-eleven by like the moral majority in the 80s because they were saying they were selling pornography and that was bad, you know, and so there was an anti-porn thing. So I didn't have a lot of access to pornography. So this was my exposure to sexuality, you know, uh, were movies like this. Uh, and I, at this time, I think I was 21. So I think I had finally had sex. There but, you go. But, but, but it was, you know, I, I did not, you know, it, this warped and distorted my my perceptions Doesn't he get of killed things. by like Mexicans in an alley. Wait, oh yeah, yeah. He gets. Oh yeah, the, the, the deaths. You see, he's figuring out that his, here's. I've what it seen is. that he doesn't. It, it he doesn't know. It's just kind of like a flash, and he yeah. thinks he just like evaded these guys, and then it takes like ten minutes for him to realize he's dead. Right. Yeah, exactly. And see, he and sees then, his body, and what it is is he's uncovering that his partner there, his business partner there, is actually skimming all this money and is a total criminal. This guy played a. He was in Next of Kin. He, he was a Ben Stiller's older brother in Next of Kin. Always played a good asshole in the late eighties, very early nineties. This guy. So, so he's his dirty partner. This is after, right after Dirty Dancing, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he was very much <laughs> at his height. I mean, too much money. Swayze yeah. was a leader man he was a, so he knows that he's siphoning money off and he's catching on and so Swayze's got integrity and he's gonna call him out and and that's sets up this whole uh this potential uh, murder that goes on so that's just the background to let you know oh that classic paper that he's holding that fucking Wall Street Journal. <laughs> that like no, that fucking green and white graph oh, oh, paper. Oh yes, yeah, so with with the holes on the side. Yeah, absolutely. My yeah. grandma had stacks of that for some reason laying around, and we used when we played office, she would let us use that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's like TPS report paper. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't honestly when I got into the office. Well, that was gone. I still that had spooled kind of like paper yes. that you had to hook on the hooks and yeah. like click it over. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, That was by 93, you were able to print off much easier on with printers. And the fax was used a lot. I used the fax a lot. You know. Oh, yeah. That that woman on the left, she's been in some movies. She's British, isn't she? Um, Let's see who's in this. I think she is. No, I could be wrong. You know. 
Because because is Reacher an assassin? I, he's like an operative of some sort. I don't know if he's an assassin. Yeah. Um, detective. Let's see. Werner Herzog she getting the check. <laughs> Jai Courtney. She was get, she got tasered. I would not want to get tasered. I think no, getting suck. tasered would fucking suck. Yeah, it would suck pretty bad. It'd be Rosamond Rosamond Pike is her name. Is she British? I don't. Let's see. Yeah, British. She's British. Yeah, because she was in a. What was that? There was a good. She was in Johnny English Reborn. She was in Wrath of the Titans. Oh yeah. She was in an education. She was in Doom, the sci-fi movie Doom. She oh, was in oh, Gone are they, Girl. Are they remaking Doom? They're remaking Doom, aren't they? I don't know. Oh no, 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 Doom. No, I think no that's Doom. based up no, that Doom's Doom. based after a video game. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, confused. I was, so, Doom and I was Doom. gonna be like, how the fuck do you know about Doom? Yeah, no, no, I remember Doom. Yeah. But do I Do you remember I, Duke Nukem? I I have listen, my video I, I was busy. Duke Nukem was like career, the, the first you know? A first person shooter like my friends in second grade had duke nukem wow he was like this big johnny bravo looking motherfucker that would just walk around like a cubed box and shoot people yeah yeah no i i went through a phase where early halo i remember doing like halo yeah. parties like well you probably gaming when i was in the early 30s that was cracking 30s. into your success enough to where you're like oh i have enough i'm gonna get a fucking xbox i'm gonna splurge yeah you know i, I never did a friend of mine did so i go over to his place and play we rip bong hits and play xbox Hell yeah when i was like 31 32 Some instead of actually going out and like maybe trying to get married or something I was sit around <laughs> with your sit around with your middle-aged you know? pal call it kind bud you know exactly you know so it uh but reacher i i, I tell you what I give Cruz credit, you know, because I think he pulled it together because, again, when he had his meltdown on Oprah, that's when I feel like his brand, his brand got tarnished because he was the Ooh. he was the leading man for 12 years up to that point or 15 years up to that point. Got and he Valentine's still is. stuff here on Hallmark. To do. Yes, Ooh. we do. Oh, this will be a weekend, boy. Just breathe, honey. This has got to be. Okay. How about this? Let's watch two minutes of this, and then we'll be able to piece together what the plot is. And, and, we'll, and then we'll push on the plot description and see how close we are. Okay? okay? Does that make sense? Okay, let's do that. Okay, so. She's an event planner of some sort. Yeah. She is. She's the star. Yeah. 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 That's the one. That is the brother of the bride of some sort. She's marrying a white guy. Okay, or maybe okay. they're getting married. A wedding of a black wedding is happening. Okay, okay, yes. And she's, she's gonna putting plan it. it. She, she's planning it. And they, she's hitting it off with the white guy, and they don't. And she probably just had a weird confrontation with this black guy, and they probably just like, oh, we went to high school. Ah, uh, you're welcome to ride with me. But, but again, so but, but I'm going to generalize guy, yeah. it by, um. Event planner goes back to her hometown and rekindles love when she plans a wedding for old high school chums or something like that. God, dude, I'm telling you, you're in the ballpark with that. You're in the ballpark. What I might add to that, there's got to be some tension between her and the white dude. There's got to be some unresolved thing. I mean, maybe they knew each other in Let's high get school. A little glimpse. There's got to be some unresolved yeah, issue between them the that they have to kind of work that, out during um, the show, and, then, and at the end, they kiss. I've been working with editors and writing some of the episodes. My boyfriend is a director, so we get to work together a lot. Oh, oh, oh that's she's a TV person. That's great. Yeah. yeah. 
That is nice. Yeah. All right, let's go. Let's see what we're, where we're She's at. She's a TV here. personality then a little bit too, I guess. Fired from her job as a reality TV host, a woman returns home for Valentine's Day and finds herself running a town festival with her ex-fiance. Oh, I, I, so that was the tension. That's the ex-fiance. He, he, he's the ex-fiance, right? Yes. But then obviously they're going to figure it out at the end, right? I'm wondering and if she's going to get with that black guy. They do that on Hallmark? They go interracial on Hallmark? Oh, I think that might be, yeah, that'd be a new way to go with it. That would. That'd be a taboo in their eyes, wouldn't it, possibly? I mean, this is pretty white and sappy. I think this is what I thought. Yeah, yeah. This he, looks like a Scott's weed commercial. <laughs> yeah, oh, they're in their New England town. I think they're near Walden Pond and where Thoreau <laughs> contemplated. I, I would like it just once if it's like former reality TV host returns to fucking... Alden, Mississippi, and gets embroiled in a murder of a fucking <laughs> black gangbanger. <laughs> she has to come. The movie's it. just her getting interrogated aggressively by the Mississippi <laughs> County fucking whatever bumfuck county police. So you know they we shoot got ourselves him. alone in this town. If your grandfather didn't vote, you can't vote. So what does that say to you, son, boy? Yeah, you know that that southern cockiness. You know we got ourselves alone. They would be in jail for the murder, the, that black couple. Really? Oh, let's yeah. see, let's see what they... Oh. Bye-bye. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. Have you ever done that? The food swap? The yeah, arm I have. Around? I have. I have. Long time ago. I think I have. It's a gag. I think I did it. It's one of the things I love about him. <laughs> I love how you added it's a gag, like I caught you up on gay sex. <laughs> it was a joke. It was a total joke. It wasn't in my mouth for that long. You know. No, no, you just ate your food with it. I don't know. I don't yeah. Maybe I, didn't, maybe, I didn't, maybe I didn't do it. I don't know what I'm talking about. All right. We figured that out. We'll okay. go back to Reacher. <laughs> so we got Ghost, Reacher, and a good hall, Hallmark. That's good. So, yeah. so again, so what was talked about ad nauseum this week? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, so that, that screen filter with the, with the cat talking. Why yeah. was that a problem? I don't think it was a problem. It was just funny because you have it because... It was the way the filter's eyes look so sad. So you had the, and I think it's emotion driven. So it's like linked up with the guy's face. So you have the guy looking down on his laptop and the cat's eyes are looking down. And then I think it's just what he said. He, cause he stupidly was like, I do want to let you know, judge that I am here. I'm not a cat. <laughs> like he had to proclaim that he was not a cat. And the judge is just like, yeah, I know. <laughs> But it's just a meme moment. It's yeah, already a yeah. meme. They've already got people drawing pictures of this guy. If he was smart, he'd get a TV deal out of it or some sort of like publicity. He'd go on TV shows. It's uh, do it for free. It's pretty crazy. It, it, also, we looked into it and people aren't covering this. This is where I'll go. This is my angle on yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. That lawyer is a huge piece of shit. He's, he's a jerk attorney. He's like a prosecutor. Oh, interesting. So like who gives a fuck if he's embarrassed? At first, I felt bad because the cat looks so sad. Well, it's because his life is probably sad, right? Is that kind of the point? Uh, oh, yeah. What, what is, uh, what, what town in Texas, what, what county, where, where were they at? Do you know? I don't know. Let me see. Let's let's add something up. to it, too. But what's know. your take on the excitement of it? What is, how does it make you feel that this was such a, like, also, I think the news caught it because it was finally, like, something that's not political that we could all talk about. Yeah, I, 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 that's really what it is. And the fact that it's a sad face is a, is an irony not lost on me. You know, it's just like, wow. Uh, it just you know, is the state of the world. I Let's think there is a, see. I believe that there is a hangover that we, uh, there is a trauma that we have gone through over the past four years. 
that uh, you know things are going to be also what people aren't talking about it if people want to pull it up um, I'll even I'll fucking go over to the fucking to to the file man to the file well I got a (laughs) you know you got computer everyone's focusing on the cat you know something sad everyone's focusing on the cat lawyer which I get um, but look at the guy above the cat. Yeah, oh yeah, that's the he's, guy I looked at. He looked like he was he's sleeping. The- he's a hundred percent sleeping. Wow. Why aren't we calling him out for sleeping on whatever the? But yeah, look at how fucking confused that guy is. Look at that eye. The cat eyes darting down. <laughs> he's a yeah. He's a Texas thirty three hundred ninety fourth judicial circuit court. That's when you know you're in too large of a state. You're getting in triple digit court districts. Wow. That's a huge fucking. Ugh. It's just kind So that was that one. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, I guess my reaction was, yeah, I think people probably needed a distraction. Uh, you know, it, it's uh, you know, takes the piss a little bit. People can relate to it because they do Zoom me. I did a ton of Zoom meetings. I did them all the time before I left this job. Which by the way, leaving the job, Keith, you you know how much regret I have? You know how much regret I have leaving the job? You know how much regret I have? I, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say two percent. Zero. I have zero. Zero percent. I, I think that says something for like you, you had, you downgraded into the gig economy and you're like, I don't miss work at all. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, I mean, I don't, I mean, this you're is not shitting a, on capitalism crow. Th- th- this is not the end of, um, this is not the, I mean, I, I can't do this in perpetuity. I won't make enough money. I have a certain word. lifestyle, Good you know, word. but it, it affords me the opportunity to do some things that I'm actually, you know, I'm happy about. Although sitting for a long time. It hurts my back. There's no doubt. Yeah, you had to go to a goddamn chiropractor. Yeah, I did this like past I said, week. The truck, it's the trucker speed for you. You know? Anyway, I can't see anything. No, with them lights up. Yeah, you got fucking glaucoma, you old fuck. <laughs> yeah, sure. Anyway, I'm 81 and then years he knows old. Right where I am. I'm He's just breaking into fire. You know, uh, I have a client who doesn't want my... Listen, are you gay? <laughs> you kraut mick. Remember when he has to go sweat that that uh, Jack Waltz the uh, in Godfather? Yeah. Uh, what are you, trying to strong on me, Johnny Fontaine? <laughs> Listen here. I know all the big attorneys in New York. Who do you, you know, who do you work for? He's just sitting there in the pit with Jack Reacher. Like, I think my daughter is married to a colored person. <laughs> Saving my night vision. He knows he can't I see. You kind of a personal question. This have is you the, ever wondered this is if the, this is have you ever wondered what the demons in your life are just <laughs> manifested aliens? Well, He's in the hole trying to convince him to go to Scientology <laughs> and Robert Duvall's complaining that his nieces are with black people. <laughs> He's like, they're literally not, they're so far off on their communication. Yeah. You know, and then I, they uh, just kiss and Cruz is like, this is more like it. The, 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 <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah, this is more like it. Exactly. Yeah, Cruz is trying to convert him. I also like the trope that nefarious people meet in a random fucking construction site. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's like from Taken. They did that in Taken. Remember that? I mean, With it was like, like tire marks. I guess it makes I'm sense there because the prostitution was going to the to construction workers. Ooh, I like that too. You're That's Verna. Cloud, you're clouding up his eye. There is no such thing. We take what can be taken. This is what we do. You see again. I always like a good I German make accent. A joke. I want to make a joke, but it's probably a hack premise. I was just like, why hasn't he played like a like where he finds a baby and has to take care of it? Like a like a happy go lucky. 
Yes, I, I found give this you a baby. <laughs> but again, this is probably a hack '90s comics premise, dude. It's funny you mentioned how many that. Werner Herzog jokes were out when you started doing stand-up. Do you, do you know what? <laughs> Not many. Uh, do you want to know another movie I watched this week too? I watched New Jack City, which was mind blowing. But I also watched the movie Grand Canyon, which I saw in the theater in 1991, 30 years ago. Lawrence Kasdan wrote and directed. He did The Big Chill. He also did a, a Raiders of a Lost Ark. Obviously, Lawrence Kasdan. He, the Big guy. Chill, fucking. Rules, you know, so it was supposed to be like a big chill of the, of the early 90s. Uh, Danny Glover is in it. Kevin Klein is Jeff in it. Jeff Goldblum. Um, Mary McDonald's in it. Um, it's got uh, what's her face? Uh, uh, Your mom. Uh, Alfred. Who's the African-American woman? Al- Woolery. Chuck Woolery. No, not Chuck Woolery. I can't remember when she was. It had a big cast is the point. You know, and I watched it and it just was a it was such a dated experience. Watch. You see, we missed his death. We missed his death. Is he like going to look for him or what? Well, well, he's just he, see another ghost recognized him. He's just beginning to realize he's a ghost, but he, he's he doesn't know how to deal with oh, it. it. Goes through him. Look, right? Yeah, here he is. Here we go. This is that. This is that effect. Here we go. This it's the early nineties. What the hell's going on? I mean, that was a cutting edge effect. Can you imagine a husband being like with this in backdraft? I think movies are in a good place. <laughs> yeah, but this. Yeah, so with this, but um. Yeah, I went in the commercial with Reacher. So, yeah, I was going off, though, on something. What was I going off on? Well, it doesn't matter. I can go into the next ad nauseum topic. <laughs> ad that's, that's so, I means. guess my, my reaction with that was we need a distraction. You're right. I, I, we need to just sort of get this experience kind of in our in our rearview mirror, I think, for a while. But uh, it, whatever. There's going to be a hangover. Uh, it, it did not end well. You know, the Trump presidency did not end well. Uh, and we'll see what he does and, and what they're planning now. And if I was a betting man, they're going to come back hard in 2022. I mean, you play the stock market. You're a betting man. Yeah. No, I am. This is true. I, I, <laughs> it, it got above the magic threshold. And you sold it good because it's going to fucking dip out again. No, no, I didn't sell it, actually. I didn't sell it. It's about the, you better get on that, dude. It's about the crater. Yeah. Because uh, the legalization effort stalled. Yeah. Yeah. Well, th- so it's not there. I sold about half of my shares of my weed stock and made I'm pruning. I'm pruning the yeah. profits. Yeah. It's. We'll see. I mean, I, I'm contemplating. We'll see if I do it this week or not. Probably not. But I'll probably still try to ride it out for a while. You Fucking know? Because Antoine again, it, Fisher, motherfuckers. You know, this is also going to be, you know, the, the environment of the Senate has such a sense of mistrust mm-hmm. now that it's like to get any sort of legislation. Oh, yeah. Through, just to give context, there was an impeachment trial. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. You exactly. never know. Yeah. Could it, be children listening. I hope there is. And, and, you know, whatever. And so that was obviously a big topic this week. Hey, I, kids. I, I didn't pay that much attention to hey, it. Kids, to be honest, if you're man. listening. Go say fuck. <laughs> yeah. Go say fuck. Yeah. There you go. The subversive podcast. now, <laughs> Corrupting the minds of young children. No. I'll give you I, the honestly, advice my dad gave me. Just don't ride your bike down the street telling people to go fuck themselves. Yeah, yeah that's what he said. Yeah. That's yeah. actually good. Yeah. He, go, he, he goes, I don't care if you cuss. Just don't go riding your bike down the street like screaming for the fucking block to go fuck themselves. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I tell you what, I, I think swearing is fine. Just don't swear Look at, at that classic. Kids. Don't swear at One kids. classic trope of a fucking uh, Hallmark movie, the milkshake. Yes. The malt shoppy. I used to do that with a girlfriend. I've done that before. Malt it's kind shops. of a fun thing. I liked it. One of our first it's kind couple, of sweet. <clears throat> our first date was at uh that fucking Marge's Candy. No dairy. The fucking Ready Whip or Dairy Whip. The one fucking uh, ice cream place in Humboldt Park or in uh, Logan Square. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I can't remember the name. Freeze, of it yeah. Mr. F- fr- something freeze. Tasty freeze. Tasty place. freeze. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. That's what it was. That's a good place to go. I left. You know? I left the open mic I hosted to go on a date with her. That, and, and that is a wise choice. That is a wise choice. So yeah, I think I went <laughs> back after too. <laughs> yeah, the open mic. I mean, isn't I haven't done comedy in a year, dude. I haven't done stand up comedy in a year. How does that make you feel? Um. To be honest, I, I focused on the writing literally all of last year. So I feel like my creative itch got scratched with that. And I, I have found that to be uh, enjoyable. How sad is um, it that you're yeah, not sad? It's good. But like your writing pilot has gotten you in further in the business than stand up has. Right. And, and I'm well, I, mean, I don't know if it's further, but I mean, I, there's some minor developments that I have no idea. I, it should work out. Uh Oh, uh, you just I'm like, oh, I just bought this jacket oh, no. for seven hundred and fifty dollars. You rube from a small town. And I'm a big girl who's in the city. Sorry. It's fine. <laughs> well, now she's realizing. He's just like, this, tell is, you what, this is why we got divorced, man. I tell you what, they were able to buy a house with this money, I bet you. You know, at least put a down payment down, probably. Or at least pay the mortgage on it, you yeah, know. Yeah, for, for like a couple years. They probably got, you know, 20 grand. No, I bet you they got more than that. 60. I think we've looked it up. I yeah. think it's like a threshold. I want to say like 50 grand. Is what Let's relook it up. You know, which isn't bad. You know, good for them. <laughs> Hallmark movie. You know, what the hell? Solari. <laughs> Okay. Oh, wow. They got the whole pay scale. <clears throat> oh, that's like by job job, though. This is like <laughs> actual fucking. Uh, 300. What the fuck? I think it's like you go by the hour still. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Man, maybe they get paid less. But yeah, no, I think, you know. They make again these hallmarks. This has been one of our the tropes of our show, ladies and gentlemen. We, have, <laughs> we like to have a good, a good hallmark. <laughs> so they get They're four hundred and eighty-eight dollars so... a week for a leading role. Whoa! They have they to. Oh no, that's at least they have to pay at least the SAG scale minimum. Yeah, they must make more than that though. Because oh no, these, oh no, I missed the bracket. It's two th- twenty-two hundred to four thirty-four hundred a week. For a leading role. How long do you think these film? They bang them out quick. Was that three weeks? Sometime, maybe a month. That's yeah. like long. Yeah. Yeah. So they're, so they're yeah. probably making 10, I was going to say 15 wow. to 20 grand. Wow. But they do 50 of these a year. I was going to say they cry. I mean, they're going to be in And these actors, ones. yeah, this, he's, he's this same character. Exactly. He's random guy with a hammer attached to his jeans in every ki- fucking movie. You know, he's kind of rugged, you know, so, you know, it's, yeah. there's a handsomeness to him, you know, he's rugged. Looks like a guy that ha- that's had kids die on him. You know, <laughs> he can work with his hands. He can change the oil, the spark plugs, do some basic auto maintenance. He can work around the house, you know. She met a guy who can build a deck and repair her heart. Exactly. You know, because, you know, it's like, because, again, he's he's simple, kind of, you know, you can you control the reins, you know, you can tell him what to do, but he's still handsome and rugged, you know? Yeah. Because <laughs> the rugged is key. That that's they, they, they don't want you to be too smart. Just they. You know, okay. I don't know if it's rugged. It's safe. It's a safety thing. Yeah, of course. And then you get them on your side. Oh, he'll be with you, you know, and. I am. I'm a lot of things, Keith. 
I'm not rugged. No, you're not rugged at no, all. No, I'm not rugged. Uh, that 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 is not my. Uh, but you're suit. tall. I think women probably like that. They probably yeah. like look at this tall drink of water, and then they go over and talk to you, and they're just like, "Wow, this guy <laughs> really knows a lot about Joseph McCarthy." <laughs> Exactly. I'll give him some history. I'll lay some history down on him, and and, and that'll just turn him on. That'll get him on my side, you know. Uh, no, I, 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 every once in a while, I've been on a dry spell that would make a nun point and laugh. But uh, you know, I think most people haven't banged in the last year because <laughs> this this whole fucking pandemic, man. Jesus, Christ. I think that would be the great stat to find out how much super spreading has been done by undocumented fucking. I tell you what, sneak sex. <laughs> hold, hold up, I wonder. Hold up. Are, are we? Uh, here, here's my fantasy: is that okay? The, the I think we're at the point with the pandemic where we're at the at the end of the beginning, not the beginning of the end, the end of the beginning. In that the vaccine is starting to get out to people. Although California ran out, I think they got a new supply for next week, but they didn't have it for the last three or four. Oh, days, dude, yeah, he cut a deal. He upped the. I think old Biden, oh, Grandpa Biden, upped the fucking dosage by like half. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so they're they're trying to get this thing out there because they got to beat these variants from happening. Because if these variants happen, um, you know, it, it could fuck things up too. So uh, I feel like there is some uh, cautious optimism on that front. You know, which is a good thing. I guess, I guess that was my point with the uh, with the pandemic, and we're, we're sort of at the end of the beginning. I feel with these doses coming out, but we'll see. And, and I'm hoping in the here's my point. I'm hoping in the second half of the year, second half of the year, maybe fall to maybe you know uh, September. There's just a big party. That there's this big release that people are like really ecstatic. Just to but let that's you not know, gonna bro, happen. It's not going to happen. You're putting your hand in front of your camera. But yeah, but I'm making a point. I know. I'm making a point. So. <laughs> it really is kind of on brand. So I'm making a point. No, you can keep doing it. I'm it, just it, like, it, I'm not, it doesn't annoy me. I'm just letting you know for your sake. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're looking out for me. But 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 I really do think I'm hoping. Here's my hope: is that when 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 the virus or the uh, the um, vaccine gets out, more we vaccine, all want to own a house like that, huh? V- vaccine gets out there, and then there's also uh, some herd immunity going on. Maybe by the summer, it, we can actually start to truly like release some of the restrictions. And I'm hoping it's a big party. I'm hoping there's a big party that goes on for a good couple months after that. Yeah, that because I want to lose myself in that. And we're going to host a comedy show at that party. <laughs> and it's going to go so well with the best comics in L.A. No, uh, but my the point shins is, are going to be there. Yeah, it, it we're is going to get the shins to play. <laughs> I think it's, oh, is this the other love interest in the city? No, that's gay assistant. No. I get it. The lady doth protest too much. No, there's nothing for you to worry about. <laughs> okay, good. So this auction is shaping out to be a lot more complicated than I I think that's the husband, yeah. I thought you said you were doing a, a, a dance. Can I, can I get a double shot coconut milk latte? No, the dance. Uh, you hear the little ethnicity in his voice, too? Can I get a double coconut latte? Let me get a latte. It's so, you know, they're trying to hit the notes. You know what I mean? They're trying to hit the notes. Okay. Hallmark is still trying to stay on brand, you know? Oh, I mean, I mean, I think they say, like, let's not get too crazy, guys. At the end of the day, this has to read like a fucking greeting card. Yes, absolutely. This is a moving greeting card. But, yeah, exactly. Oh, it's amazing. It is. It's Hallmark. Okay, you know? So I mean, topic, no, topic number two. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, no you can yeah, keep it. We can do. We can intersperse sure. it. This is going great. We're already Absolutely. at fifty minutes. Uh, it's been great. I've been enjoying it. Topic number two. Yeah. Gorilla glue hair. Do you know? Does, does that ring a bell? That doesn't ring a bell to me at all. This I love because this I think was up there with Cat Lawyer. So there was this lady, African American lady. Okay. 
I think slightly Instagram famous. I'm not too sure, but I think she's slightly Instagram famous. Um, she ran out of got to be her, her hard headed hairspray. You ever see the got to be brand at like stores? No, <clears throat> it's a brand of hairspray. I used to use it to spike my hair in the early 2000s. Okay. <laughs> I was big blonde tips. Big. You had blonde tips? Hell yeah. Wow. <laughs> Every, and then I would go full wow. color sometimes. Wow. Good yeah. for you. I was a fucking, tra- you know, I was cool. Wow. I was a cool guy. <laughs> so she ran out of that. She ran out of her got to be. So she did what most people would do. And she got a can of Gorilla Glue and sprayed it on her hair to hold her hair down. Oh, and it, for a month, glued her hair down. Because oh, it is. She uh, made a video on Instagram and it was hilarious because she was just like, if you ever want it to, if you run out of hairspray, I use Gorilla Glue. And she goes, bad idea. <laughs> That's kind of funny. And But now she's trying to sue Gorilla Glue because it didn't specifically say you can't put it on your hair. It's, it lists every part of the body, face, mouth, but it doesn't say hair. Uh, this, this doctor in Beverly Hills gave her a free removal. She was, she was, they, they took, when she went to the hospital, they were rubbing alcohol on it and it was just like burning her scalp. Oh, of course. It was all kind of funny. But at the same time, it's also like, we're so litigious. Well, I mean, isn't oh, there a totally. certain degree of like, you Personal have to be responsibility. Aware I, do, I don't you know. You sprayed it's a, a household appliance in your fucking hair. She made a mistake, but it's like, you know, can you really, uh, she's made a mistake, you know? But I, everybody kind of laughed at her. I, was there, is there an, index? of course. <laughs> and is, I think it kind of annoyed people, at least it annoyed me that this fucking Beverly Hills plastic surgeon, yeah, it was nice he did it for free, but he was really just giving himself promotion and testing out this like, oh, I got this new revolutionary treatment type of thing. He'll God. have his... He'll have his own reality show on fucking TLC now. <laughs> what a what a scumbag. That that aspect of Hollywood. He did a is nice hilarious. thing, but it was not like I think people were like, oh, what a nice man. But it's like, no, that's some LA networking right there. God, no kidding. Absolutely. You know. About to go get his fucking What's your brand? What's your brand? You know? <laughs> your own personal brand. Yeah, so interesting. So that 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 was uh This show is my brand. Yeah. <laughs> Keith Paisel's That's podcast, keithpaisel.com, the internet. It's the website of the future. I wouldn't put Gorilla Glue in my hair. I would never do that. No. You know? I was even, I have fucking, do you know what it did though? This is, this is the positiveness of this story. So I work in a restaurant. Yeah. And I have shoes that have non-slip. And I noticed the part of the bottom of the non-slip was coming off. And I was like, well, now I'm going to get some Gorilla Glue. And spray it on because now I know that that shit holds. Of course, like gorilla glue. It holds human strong. hair to your scalp for a month. And she was washing it. She did it on the video. In the video, she's rubbing caulk on her hair and shit. She's rubbing all <laughs> everything that you paint thinner. Nothing was getting it off. She destroyed her hair. Uh, gorilla glue. Gorilla glue replaced crazy glue. Crazy glue. They still have the- crazy glue. Crazy glue still exists. Oh, absolutely. Wow. I remember being afraid I I got of, a cra- tube of like, it in here. I remember being af- having like being afraid of crazy glue. Like I'm going to confuse it with visine one time and like my eyes will be shut permanently, you know. They play the trick on you where like I'm going to crazy crazy glue your mouth shut, you know. It's like, "Oh, or, like your two fingers are going to be crazy glued together and it's going to take like 3 weeks from like just you'll be in a permanent okay sign." Hey, there you go. Hey, Keith. Well, but well also done. not realizing you know? that you can literally like crazy glue if you just lick it enough it'll come off probably well we, your skin will eventually you know it, skin it'll, cells divide if you and totally it'll, it'll, it'll loosen yeah. eventually it will loosen if you like wiggle back and forth because for i long. that used to be something i'd do in school is i'd take crazy glue and i'd hold my hand together and then i'd 
like try and rip it off or you wow. may, or you rip off the layer and you put, get like your fingerprint it's got like your fingerprint cast in, in other words you were not an engaged student is what it would yeah. <laughs> When you're doing that to pass the time, yes, that, that's like huffing, you know. By the way, weird, interesting conversation we had last week at the end of the show. We, we, we it was it was over. And we had our guest last week, Jeff. Jeffrey was on, right? He was on last week. Give right? it up for go look him up. We got him singing his song, "Jesus Was a Lady." And, and you go should, check that out on the channel. I'll put, I'm going to put a link to that. And, and, Hold on, I got to do sure. it to my camera. I'm going to put a link to that right there. But but he had the conversation just about uh, how I guess there were some like rappers rappers came in to do a rap about huffing to, to like his high school like it was a really oh that's bad dare idea. we were talking about the dare program you know and and like the huffing is such a seventies high I mean it, it, I it, did it in the mid two thousands I remember watching an episode of Degrassi the Next Generation and finding some PVC cement in my stepdad's little work cabinet because like we had a big our basement had a big family room you know how like yeah. the sub basements had the big fucking room to yeah. the right and yep. then rooms on the left yeah so i moved into the big room because i swore to god that someone was murdered in my bedroom yeah i just got vibes dude and a yeah. cat would dig and piss in front of my window <laughs> so they moved me into the big area so half of the room was like the washer and dryer yeah yeah and like just basement things yeah and I found some PVC cement and I huffed that daddy and my sister huffed a little bit of that and it made my bones feel like sand. And I got to say, it's pretty good. It's a good high. It's a good high. It's pretty good. It yeah. goes away in like two and a half minutes. That's why you got to huff it all oh, night and then you end up God. with fucking brain damage. I was going to say, your brain literally shrivels. You, you, know, you know what we used to have when I was a kid? We called it Rush. Rush was it was like a the vial. It, it, it was in vials. It was like a super concentrated airplane glue. Like it was twenty times stronger than airplane glue. You know that very strong airplane glue smell. smell? And you would just have Hell a cap. Yeah. You would have a cap. You'd open up and you'd do like one in each nostril, and you would get this intense head rush. I mean, like blood to the head, and you would burst into laughter. I mean, it was very fun. It was very fun. That, that being said, fucking great. That being said. Your brain literally, its size would shrink by 2% after every huff. <laughs> I think your brain literally shriveled when that oh, happened. Oh, yeah. You know, it is no, not I, good for Huffing you. is bad. It yeah. like It's the one thing that they talk about weed depleting your brain cells. I, I, I disagree with Huffing that. eats your fucking brain alive. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I think weed, I think what I heard with weed, and you, I could be wrong, the, the, it sometimes affects the, the corpus callosum. The corpus callosum, the you know the, the 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 pathway for the left and right side of your brain to communicate. I heard that it sometimes develops like um, I don't know, certain like, uh, like like fatty bodies on that that slows the brain down a little bit in that area. So maybe the, the left side and the, the coordination of the left and right side of your brain isn't quite as good. They say yeah. I don't know. To be honest with you, I just don't think it's that big of a deal. I mean, I, I just I think things can function pretty fine with marijuana being legal, and it should be legal because if that happens, my stock will go yeah. to the roof. See, this is where <laughs> see this is what podcasts are missing. We everybody talked about the Gorilla Glue girl, and look at where it led for us. We talked about sniffing glue, yes, and then it leads into a comment about how we need to legalize marijuana. <laughs> absolutely which is great and you know, we're at an hour so do you want to take a break and we're watching Hallmark so let's go a little bit long we got okay. we got Hallmark because we have one more thing too yeah exactly so so those are the two things we had, we had the cat cat lawyer and then we had gorilla glue woman what was the third thing 
the Britney Spears documentary. You know, interesting. You didn't know about this either. I, I, and, I heard and we concluded quickly. Things. Me and Larry concluded quickly <laughs> that you don't read what's trending on Twitter. Not very much. Because free Britney, the hashtag has been trending for fucking years now. So what happened was is all of the gays and ladies that were children when Britney Spears came out, they're all a voting age and shit now. So they go out and and after Trump, they're riled up, dude. A fucking anyone who's eighteen to twenty three right now is just ready to jump into a fucking any I, sort of topic on any any kind of fucking. You go in a protest, any sort of fucking. Uh, what do they call it? Like a uh, yeah, like a move. Yeah, uh, any movement. There yeah, you yeah, go. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. A, a protest. Yeah, yeah. Going to a, a demonstration somewhere or something. Yeah, yeah. That they're ban- they're they've got some bandwagon movement jumpers. Uh, so the Britney Spears fans really collected behind Britney Spears because she's under her family like is in charge. Her dad specifically is in charge of her money. So the document, but the documentary, what I thought was interesting is it really goes into how Princess Diana she was with the fucking. Oh, oh yeah. With the fucking pop- press. Yeah. Paparazzi. They were up yeah. her fucking ass. Yeah, absolutely. And in a way, they Princess Diana her in that they drove her to fucking insanity. Pure insanity. Now yeah. the press killed Princess Diana. Yeah. Yeah, she ended up getting into a, a horrible car accident because there were paparazzi's. On, I remember that on, on motorcycles speeding by under a tunnel. I remember when that you fucking know? happened because it it broke at like ten at night because yeah. it was like then it was twelve eight hours later. It was like they were they had told us she had died at night because I'm sure in England it broke as it happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, it was at night. In, in but it's Paris. the same general idea, and then they show shit like. French talk show host talking about Britney Spears's tits to her and shit like that. Oh wow, wow! Yeah, oh, oh, I like mean, people she, talk about your breasts. Would you do your she, breasts? I mean, she was my hypersexualized. Boobs, my breasts. There's no doubt about it. She was hypersexualized. And then they get into at the, a young age. And then they talk about uh, Janet Jackson because they talk about how the media at that time was just picking, basically siding with dudes on anything. Because Jan- uh, Janet Jackson performed with Justin Timberlake at the Super Bowl. He reveals her tit, which I still think was a across the board. Everybody knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Um, but they get into how that stalled Janet Jackson's career and Justin Timberlake became a fucking superstar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it just gets into all of that. So that yeah. was another thing that people like most podcasts were about that. Yeah. Well, you know, it again, I knew little about Britney when she I'm was first that. famous. Like, I get the sentiment <laughs> behind it, but I was looking at all the, then I watched this documentary about the Cecil hotel and they have inter they interview internet people on that. And I just get like, Oh, you guys are such losers. Like, even though the free Britney thing is a noble cause, like I just kind of roll my eyes when I see th- these dudes, like Britney saved my life. So I thought it was just the least I could do to come out and help her. Wow. Uh, like, again, dog, it's a, she, she wrote a song called hit me baby one more time. <laughs> yeah. I We're mean, not talking about a, it's not Martin Luther King. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, you know, it's again, it's the fame culture. I mean, it's gone, but fucking that's, you know, the, gay, the gays, you know? but you know, gay people really hold and esteem people that like, I'm sure a lot of gay people really cut loose to Britney Spears privately in their room. Yeah. So they probably yeah. hold dear of just like, you know, you let Good me memories be, of like. A yeah. Fat, yeah. Yeah. You exactly. let me be fabulous in my room by myself for yeah. most of my life, which God. resulted in debilitating mental issues. <laughs> but now I'm working me, me it out. being a fractured human being and yeah. damaged, you know, it's uh, yeah. Yeah. But she uh, 
I, I remember, you know, she was obviously totally hot, but I was also like, wow, this is like softcore porn here, you know? I mean, she hit it like a 98, didn't she? Was it 98, 99? That, I mean, we're talking 22 years ago now. Oh, yeah. You know, it's amazing. And then we're forgetting Christina Aguilera, who didn't go crazy and just kind of fizzled out. Had the average, the the normal career. Yeah, yeah. She kind of had a little bit of a nut streak, didn't she? Didn't she kind of have a little break? Well, yeah, to compete with Britney Spears. Yeah, yeah. That, I don't that, think she was legitimately crazy. I think she was just like, well, now I need my own personal problems. Yeah, yeah. But again, the point with Britney, I think it is a good point that she had to sign this what not, not a what not, conservatorship, exactly, which is for like ninety five year old women who are going to die in six months. Where yeah. like the son takes over the finances, so no huckster can come in. Yeah. Well, and that's why they're so ironclad. Yeah. Exactly. Because they're made for like, so no fucking shithead can go in and steal an elderly person's money. And she was but basically. Britney Spears is 37 years old. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and she basically had, to, she had to sign that. The good point was that, or she wouldn't be able to see her children potentially. All there sorts was some of stuff they, going on. Like yeah. we, she couldn't have access to the money at all. You, the, but the big crux of it was her kids, and even a lot of her personal problems. Like when she was with that fat Kevin Federline guy, <laughs> she would yo go to, yo. She would go to his house to try and see the kids, and he would tell her no, and then she would go fucking hit a reporter's car with an umbrella. Yeah, because yeah. they were also following her around back and forth while yeah. she's trying to like manage her life well, and she's also a hillbilly too so she's doing like yeah. hill jack shit yeah <laughs> like going to get her kids knocking on the door no one's answering so she goes to a gas station buys a fucking big gulp <laughs> slurps it down and then like we're going back and then you got the press following her doing all this mississippi mud shit yeah yeah no kidding yeah. and then she fucking just freaks out like get the fuck away from me so she and she can't hit kevin Federline because her kids will get taken away so you take in a penguin umbrella to a fucking reporter's car <laughs> Yeah, and then yeah. you shave your head in public the next day. Yeah, that was. She wore bald well though. When was when was her true meltdown? Like, what what year was that again? Did they say when she? I think of her shaving her head as being was that like oh eight or something, or was it even before that time? I think like, it might have even been before wow. that. Wow, two thousand seven. Yeah, it was 2007. Yeah. That's 14 fucking years ago that she had her total meltdown. And it was during that time that she had to sign this document, correct? Well, and then- That they, her father basically yeah. took over all of her finances. And then they yeah. get into just, dude, and I was a fan of this because I'm a fucking, I fancy myself a comedian person. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, there was a category on The Price is Right, things Britney Spears has lost. And like everyone was like her mind, her children. Like they were saying that uh, she was is right or a family feud. Oh my god! She was the butt of everybody's joke. Jay Leno focused his. Craig Ferguson. Yeah. They've gone back is the only one he he actively refused to talk shit about Britney Spears and people love. I think that just shines light, and we can close on this. I'm I'm just glad yeah. that this free Britney shit has shined light on how good of a person like how great craig ferguson show was how yeah. underrated the craig ferguson show i know was. people who like that show and said it was pretty good you know is it still on it's not on right it hasn't been on in years right i don't even know no he gave it up for fucking uh who the fuck is he oh, oh james cordry whatever wait, 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 that, that british guy or whatever. Yeah, yeah cordon yeah. cordon whatever his name is yeah he's he, he yeah, took whatever. it over he's an alcoholic and a mean guy really he's supposed to be kind of a jerk he's like ellen he treats his staff like shit oh god yeah. What a horrible way. And on a hot take there, yeah, right? exactly, man. That was, listen, 
we delve in. Yeah. We dive and delve, discuss and dissect. Yeah. That's what we do here on the show. Well, what we're going to do here is we're going to take a break. of analysis. We're going to eat a little pot pie. Yep. And we're going to come back and watch Heather's. So it's we'll be, be fun. We'll be right back. There's what inside this cold reliever? Liquid. New Comtrex liquid gels. Liquid cold medicine inside an easy-to-swallow gelatin shell for relief of all these symptoms. New Comtrex liquid gel. The all-new way to get fast Comtrex relief. You may have heard that the ultraviolet rays which give you a tan are closely linked with skin cancer and premature skin aging. But they may also injure your eyes, possibly causing cataracts and damaged retinas. The concentrated radiation in a tanning booth is especially dangerous. If you use a tanning machine, the American Medical Association says be sure to wear special yellow protective glasses. But the AMA's main recommendation is avoid tanning machines altogether. I'm Dr. Bob Arnott for Health Watch. All right. We're back for the second half. We're going to watch Heather's. Yeah, man. Which you've never seen. I know it's, it's, I'm going through this thing right now. Movie kind of blows my mind because I figure this would be something you've seen and hated years ago. No, no, no. I I never saw it. And, uh, and I saw a lot of movies back then. I was a nerd in that regard. You know, I was a fanboy. you know, but, but, but the whole, uh, I never saw Heather's. Um, and I'm going through a phase right now, Keith, where I'm, I'm watching movies from the kind of that era that were popular that, that I never that or that I never watched. New Jack City I watched this week. Hell yeah. Never seen New Jack City. Never seen it in my entire life. It's uh It's it, a sloppy movie. It, it, it's a comedy. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it felt like a comedy. Well, yeah, you got Chris yeah. Rock all white lipped fucking withdrawing <laughs> from crack. And just yeah, the montage sequence where where Chris Rock gets sober and under Ice T's tutelage, because Ice T wants to get him back into the game, he's like an undercover agent to take down Snipes. Uh, oh, this is an ad. We're watching an it, ad. It, it is. It's amazing. So, it's uh. But yeah, so, what were your big hit movies like? What on your in your head, like when you think eighties, what were the ones where you were like, "Fuck yeah, these are my like teen movies." Back to the Future is in there without a doubt. Um. I would also say, God of that era, uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. You're a big I, Ferris yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, I, I like so that So that's movie. probably what like got you that. into War Games then, right? Well, uh, War Games before was that. before well, that. Yeah, I was in 83. War Games is definitely a t- that, that was a maturation movie for me. I was 14 years old, and I felt like I wasn't like a, a 11 or 12-year-old. I was getting a little more mature when I watched War Games, you know? So, uh, and, and then... I would also say, well, where were you at when Starman came out? Because that's, Starman a, that's a big, that's a big favorite of mine. Do you know I never saw Starman? Oh my God. We got these movies, dude. I, I know. I used to know Starman front to back. I recently just watched it. That's on Plex. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's We cool. got to get Plex back for that. But I fuck, but, I think it might be on Amazon or something, but you got your girl, Joan Allen in it. Yeah. Yeah. I never <clears throat> saw Heather's. Here Never seen it. So, so I, I'm doing. So I saw there's New Jack City, and I also I, I also went back and watched the movie Grand Canyon, which was not good. Well, there's no more sports now. The Super Bowl happened, so yeah. it, it's like no more Sundays. Yeah, yeah. You, you have to unless binge. you watch Premier League, like I watched soccer today. Yeah, I watched some college basketball. That that's kind of my sports fix now. Is watching college basketball. You know what? I gotta say, we dropped on Super Bowl Sunday, and it only cut our views in half. Oh, that's good. Super Bowl Sunday, yes, I... We have I, 14 uh, hardcore fans. I, <laughs> I one watched... four. <laughs> you know what? I would, I'm going to put put it out to those 14 hardcores right now. 
would you pay four ninety nine for an extra episode <laughs> every week? <laughs> we gotta maintain. We gotta build our fan base up a little bit here. I think. I I don't think we're in a position to well, make no, any demands. I get him to like say that. yes. I get him to say yes, and then we get it, and then we just charge him like a hundred dollars. I month. get him to say yes. This is the case. Is the Phil Silver show? So here's here what's go. gonna happen. I'm gonna <laughs> Croquet rich people in the eighties was a really big trope. I feel like. Um, you know, I always played croquet in in uh, college. It was a drunk game. You, you played it loaded. You know, you just drink beers and stuff while playing croquet. Fucking ride horses around. Goof, fucking swinging, you know? swinging, fucking wildly. <laughs> no, that, that that that's that that is polo. Let me go to not croquet. Let me go to my camp. Swinging wildly. Croquet and polo. There's there's a chasm of difference in that. You know, Shannon Doherty. It's weird that Shannon Doherty is like uh. Oh, not she's healthy. like this. So let me break down the fucking loose plot of this. This group of friends is called the Heathers. They're not all named Heather, but they're called the Heathers. That, that's their niche. That That is. Their, yes. Yes. It, and they're stuck up cunts. Yep. And Shannon Doherty is about to become one of the Heathers. Oh, she's being sort of indoctrinated yes. in right now. Yes. Okay. And she meets Christian Slater, who's like the cool guy. Exactly. Yeah. yeah absolutely. I'm super cool. I talk like this. Yeah. I, I'm, 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 Jack, <laughs> I'm Jack Nicholson. Yeah. You I know? wear a trench coat for Christ's sake. You know. Oh. Look at that. See, you got a, they've buried a young lady and they're playing croquet against her head. Against her. By the way, if you actually did that, you would literally break their Your skull. Diary. Those balls are hard. You would actually, you, you would have a real life. She said, I love how you keep saying that Shannon Doherty. No, 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 no. That's one on a writer. Yeah. But Shannon Doherty is in She's this. one of the Heathers. Yes. So, yeah. Okay. So you teach people how to spread. So Doherty is about to become, or yeah, she is about to become one of the Heathers. Oh, Shannon Doherty is not, not, not one of no, the No, Shannon Doherty is a Heather. Oh, we're on a writer is about ready to become yes, a Heather. I fucked up. Okay. She told me to haul your ass into the calf. In fact, Shannon Doherty. Oh no, that is yeah, yeah. She really wants to talk to you, Veronica. Doherty, man. Yeah, she's God. Heather. I forgot that Doherty at one time was, was she big. Was like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Even before nine hundred two one zero, I yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. that she was her coming of, back. Well, no, that, that that was a it accelerated at that point. But th this this is a good feather in her cap. Finally, I got a note of Kirk Kelly's. I need you to forge a hot and horny, but realistic. This is such a like art school mind. Oh, the yeah. 80s. Like an 80s art school what did mind. Your, now, because we got a picture. I'm going to go to a, I'm going to go to the small camp so people get an idea of what this cafeteria looks like. We got pink greens. <laughs> it looks like the cover of Pretty in Pink, basically. Yeah, yeah. It, it's got that. What did your high school look like? It, it didn't look like that. Describe uh, it. Colors. Uh. It, it, it was a kind of a, a earth tone brown was the cafeteria, although we were purple. Purple was our color. That was the color of our sports teams, purple, you know, and then it was, uh, you know, it, it was kind of a rundown cafeteria room. We had a decent enough high school. We had a pretty good high school. I went to the what was deemed the elite high school of our conference. We were, yeah. always, we were always the conference. Crow was an elitist. Yeah. Uh, but by Western Do Wisconsin standards. Do you think that standards. was part of your family moving to Wisconsin of like, you know, we'll be we'll move up a class. That's a good point. Uh, I, I think there was the thought that you could like our big city skills. We could come out here and it'd be a much easier life. You know, and there was that thought because the city is a can be a grind, you know, but it's the only place to live. <laughs> it's the only place to live as a city. Can't live anywhere else. Can't live in the suburbs. Oh, they embarrassed this fat girl. Yep, Bitch looks like fucking Artie Lang. Yep, absolutely. 
Oh, oh, oh they, they, they sneak like, like a letter. I think they sneak a note that a dude likes her, and then she goes to talk to the guy, and the guy's just like, I didn't write that, fatso. Really? Money to people who don't have lunches. Those tater tots you threw away. No, I don't think that yet. It's such a like, but there was a there was definitely a caliber of woman in my school. We didn't have enough money like this. The school I went to wasn't wealthy enough to truly have this. Although there was a certain cal, there was an elitism of certain people. You know, there was that for the cool kids. I never brought my fucking books to lunch. I never did that either. You stop at your locker before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You drop it off. I I don't want to do schoolwork during lunch. That that's it's my time. Lunch time. You know. God, it's been so- also never had the milk carton. They had milk cartons, but that wasn't my speed. Oh, no, no. Are you a milk carton guy? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. Yeah, Slater was working his way up, man. Ooh. There he is. There he is, yeah. Catching the eye, he's right? He's thin, rail fucking thin. Yeah, look at now him Now he's got that w- the weight of a 45-year-old on him. <laughs> like how you just kind of gain weight when, you're, when you're older. You get, you get those man pounds. You get like you know? the double chin regardless. Absolutely, I'm starting to get that. Absolutely. You Mom know? said you had a big date. I'd probably miss my own birthday for a date. <laughs> Don't say that. See, so yeah, that's her old friend of a, from her old yeah, status. Yeah, she used to just be like a fucking dork, dude. Yeah, but now she's worked her way up. Exactly. I, I'll tell you what. For, did you have this in high school? Did you have this in high school? Did this happen to you? This happened to me. Uh, did you have the, the change of friends in high school? Where you had a group of friends you hung no. up early in high school and then you flipped? I did, but I did, only actually. because, like I've talked about before, Wesley, my best friend, moved away. Okay. So I kind of was just like my, I had a loose friendship of people that I knew through him. Yeah. But I kind of was on my own freshman year. So yeah, I had to like kind of make new friends. Yeah. Yeah. Or reconnect with people that I went to middle school with, but weren't, weren't like tight with. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I remember you from this class or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 The familiarity. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Okay. Cause I definitely had that. I had that experience where I was, uh, I had a group of friends I was pretty tight with, and then I I flipped them in, in high in high school. Between my sophomore and junior year, I got a new set of friends. After that, I didn't hang out with my old set of friends. I think my parents were a little bit uh, upset about that. They were concerned about that me. you changed friends. Yeah, like, like like somehow like this this was like a you know uh, a sign of because I wasn't a particularly great student. Did your either. friends get upset? Um. I think that they were kind of hurt by it, but at the same time, they were involved but in different things. But at the same things. time, they were fucking dorks. No, they were involved like in all the. They were like on varsity athletics and shit. Their time was taken. Oh, up. they were they were blowing past you. Yeah, well, or you know, I mean, they were. They I, or were, you were realizing like, ah, these aren't. This isn't my crowd. Yeah, I think a little bit of that, you know, and and, and you know, I think there was some hurt feelings over that probably, but. I These guys are moving fast. They're moving sexual. You know. And uh, I don't know if daddy's ready for that. Yeah. No, it, it was. No, it wasn't that. This it, is post finger bang anniversary. Right? Yeah, it is. It is post finger bang anniversary. <laughs> but I, uh, I, I, yeah, I did not like high school. I did not like high school. I, I didn't either. When I, when I reflect back on it, I, I have pretty bad memories. To of be high honest school. with college you, college was far cooler. From second grade far on. cooler. Yeah. From second grade on, I was ready for it to end. <laughs> I remember I developed psychosomatic sickness in second grade. I would make myself sick every morning, so I ended up actually starting, like, for the whole day, I'd feel sick. And then, yeah. like, it went away, and then it came back in middle school. Because you didn't want to go, right? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I didn't, and now I, I kind of, anytime I have to wake up early in the morning for something I don't want to do, yeah, I'm nauseous. Yeah, Like, it kind of has lingered my whole life. I have to admit it. One of the things that I really couldn't stand early in my career, and I did, I do this for years because I was doing stand up. 
uh, I get home. I'd always leave early. I was known for like I'd do my set early and then I'd leave because I had to get up. You know, I had to get Crush my sleep. Crush goodbye. Yeah, you know, I just I had to go. You know, so uh, uh, and I remember like, but the sound of that fucking bang, 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 that alarm at seven a.m. did not like that sound. So I've tried to create a life where where, where I don't let that happen. Here we go, you know? with the fat chick. Oh, doing this to someone. They really went overboard with this large yeah, person, too. Yeah, yeah. This I mean, lady they, looks like she'd be teaching shop. Is that fucking Andrew uh, McCarter, uh, Silverman? Jonathan Silverman? No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, no, I remember like tricks like that being played on people. I, I, I remember like, you when know, are you going to learn? You come hang listen, out with a nihilist like me. <laughs> I believe in nothing. You know, he's the dark guy. You know, <laughs> well, when I talk, I read books, <laughs> illegal books. Yeah, the whole. I only have books that were banned. When you think of truly mean things that were done. Mean oh, I've talked about it. We yeah, had, yeah, I yeah, had to get yeah. shown a movie about bullies. Yeah, yeah. We called the kid gay so much he wouldn't go to school. Man, I remember saying not the word, proud of it, by the way, for first time <laughs> listeners. Yeah, I remember loudly saying faggot out in public, Ooh. loudly saying it. Like, that was just allowed. That, that was just allowed. It's like, wow, uh, I am glad I have matured out of that. Just to let you know, that is a, instead of a bleep, you know? I'm going to bleep all curse words <laughs> with you going. Hey. <laughs> That's going to be my my sensor for everything. Instead, <laughs> instead of a curse word, it's going to be you going. Hey. <laughs> So it, that's a great. I love that the mumbles, the mumble sensor. You know exactly. This oh, is what it's going to yeah. be right here. Okay. Yeah, what we're doing. We're no, do I, I'm making a point. You know that the, the audience will listen more. <laughs> Yeah. That's what they'll do. I, I, that, that's what I think they'll do. Me being an expert of audience psychology, you know. Uh, I, oh, because you'll bring them in? Well, it's not like they can push their headphones closer. Exactly. Well, yeah, well, no, but they'll pay attention. You're they'll, already in their head. They'll, no, they'll, in they'll, their they'll head. mentally Here we go. Salutations. Yeah. You a Heather? No. I'm a Veronica. Sawyer. This may seem like a right on question. And there are no stupid questions. You inherit five million dollars the same day aliens land on the earth and say they're going to blow it up in two days. What do you do? That's the stupidest question I've ever heard. <laughs> Who's that guy in the coat think he is anyways? Bo Diddley? <laughs> Who the fuck is Bo Diddley? Well, he's the guitar guy and bad oh, in the bow and the yeah, black yeah. guy. But Bo, you don't know. I don't know. It's, it's a bad... That, that's a bad that's line. That's such an 80s reference. That's a bad line. You could too. tell that's like Bo Diddley was probably hot that year. Yeah. Well, yeah I, I, what year is Bo Diddley ring true in your head? When you think it, Bo Diddley, what year do you think? 82, 83, and this is 87. This is so that was like. Came out. I believe it. 88. Let's come on, 88. This is not 87. This is 88. Let's kick his ass. Shit, man. I, 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 I love Seniors, that. Man. The. the, the the color palette always that like, gives it away. Eighty nine. It's eighty nine. Holy shit! You were just about to start doing stand up or moving wow. to Chicago. No, 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 no. I thought you moved I, to I, Chicago I, in ninety. Uh, I moved there in ninety two. Okay, ninety two. I was in college. I, I, I was at uh, Madison at this. Point. Those are the two dudes they getting... kill, by the way, and frame to be gay. <laughs> I believe it. Um, my, <laughs> my, uh, this is when in eighty nine I was in Madison, and this is I was getting my heart broken. I got my heart broken uh, this year. 
by uh, by Maggie Heike. So you probably would have seen this you know? and it would have been you you were completely cynical. Now, oh yes, now based on that because oh, eighty nine. I think I might have liked this actually. So eighty nine was, was Batman, 20. Was 20. Beetlejuice. So what kind of were did you let breakups affect you like that? Oh yeah, that 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 very much that very much affected. Like me. if I, mean, I had a breakup like that, like all the breakups I've had, I didn't enjoy anything from those years. And in yeah. fact, the things I did enjoy are kind of ruined for me now. Yeah, it's it wasn't even a breakup. It was more pathetic than that, Keith. A girl you like than, just did, rejected you. Yeah, yeah. It, it was it was worse. It was worse Reach than that. You know stage. exactly. So you were in. I'm never putting myself out there again mode. Yeah, or just like you know, but then I would do it again, and it would happen again, and then it would happen again, and then it would happen again and again and Did again, and we keep it? happening. Don't you would have wish you had a group so, of Heather's to talk about it? Yeah, yeah, no. Will you tell her for <laughs> and the Adams, the Adams are walking around. <laughs> yeah, that would not have happened. Uh, I just was a bunch light. of guys with fuzzy mustaches and mullets. No, I did not. Have, I did not have. I did not have the mustache. That that would not have happened. Because uh, that I, I even I knew that was bad. That was bad when when a guy had a peach fuzz mustache. It was kind of it was pathetic. How I was long talking. is Heather's? You know, it's only an hour. And oh, you got a buck. To, yeah, a buck forty five. Yeah, this was no, no. I would have I would have uh, liked this. I think I would have liked this. It, now it I'm, spoke to now me I know why. We're I'm getting the idea that day, no day. You kind of in the late eighties were. That's when you started liking like adult stuff. Yeah, I exactly. Like. I, I, I was because I, I thought that 20... was earlier than this. That's why I was shocked that you hadn't seen this because I was like, oh, what is it? Eighty four. No, this is, this is eighty nine. I mean, I, I would. Do you remember the movie where Christian Slater's of he broadcasts a radio? From absolutely, his yes, absolutely. He's the first podcaster. Yeah, absolutely. And he gets all these kids to rally. You know, it was like, like and was then it? the FCC literally chases him down the street, Wayne's World style. God. I remember thinking that that was a kind of a cool movie, <laughs> but I should have been a little. Oh, more, it rules! You know, I, I was probably twenty years old. Twenty, I started to become. You know, I was a little bit more sophisticated, but I was never. I mean, I was a pretty dorky guy. You know, I don't know. I mean, I, why dwell on the failures, Keith? Dwell on your. Here's successes, what I'm saying, though. Know? Confident guys aren't podcasting right now. <clears throat> if you yeah, they actually have lives. You they don't have, you know, have a podcast with a small listenership, but you still keep doing it. <laughs> exactly. A guy would have moved on by now. Yeah, you know, it's you know whatever. This is you know, it was never that. Prom coming up. I guess. I, I was heavily into uh, one of the. She wears the, they. You could tell they loved her so much that they were like, just wear whatever and everything you're in. Yeah. Like there's yeah. a Winona Ryder look. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she was very much like suit jackets. Like 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 the uh, Gen X. She it is looks a, like she fell into a pile of clothes. She's she's an early sort of I like, sound like a, her dad. <laughs> looks like you fell into a pile of clothes. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was uh, she was definitely like Gen X leader, you know, and this was definitely like a very ironic movie, you know, and sort of. Again, it's very art house eighties. It's very sort of art school. They brought school back 80s. that Dorito logo. That fucking classic box. Ooh, what has he got to say? You know your convenience wow. speak pretty yeah. well. Yeah, well, uh, I've been moved around all my life. Dallas, Baton Rouge, Vegas, Sherwood, Ohio. There's always been a snappy snack shack. Any town, any time. Pop a ham and cheese in the microwave. So. He's you see he's his authentic self. Well, know? yeah, and you're getting the this plays in later of like because they end up killing people. Yeah, 
And he's on the move all the time. Yeah, because he's a serial Pensacola, murderer. Pensacola, Florida, Jacksonville, yeah. <laughs> you know. He's, Just he's naming r- cities. So what did you think of the Super Bowl? The Super Bowl? Uh, did you I t- watch with a group? Did you Zoom? Uh, I, I, well, you know something? I was I was driving for the first half of it, and then I got back home and turned it on and, and had a Zoom group, and, and it was already over. I taught. I watched. I was the, Lyft. Uh, I figured it would be dead Super no, Bowl. No, I, I actually made some money that day. It was good, you know. So, but I knew I wanted to watch Super Bowl, so I watched the, from like the second quarter. I listened to the first uh, first quarter, and then I uh, watched it from the second quarter on, and then. But I knew at halftime. Then I was going to Zoom in the second half. Uh, you know, Zoom group I was going to go to, but I was like. I mean, the game was over. I mean, it was. I tell Dude, you what. I told people, I go, "You're finally getting to see Patrick Mahomes on the Bears." Yeah, I thought it was actually that's kind what of it funny would look lie. like. Yeah, I'm not yeah. saying they'd lose thirty to nine every day, but it would be. It would look great, but it would be Patrick Mahomes running for his fucking life most you know, of the games and having to make great plays with his arm, and that puts you at injury risk. Yeah, when yeah. you're having to make throws parallel to the field, like yeah. as spectacular as that looks, if you do that more than once a game, you'll separate your shoulder. Yeah, yeah, he's. Um, if he played for the Bears with the with the the injury problems that Kansas City and the Bears have, like you combine, like you put him on a team with those problems. Yeah. They're a, they're still look at the fucking Texans were what three and twelve with yeah. fucking Deshaun Watson and he led the league in passing yeah and, and JJ Watt asked to be released he asked to be released he got released today so but I know. think there was a because by the way drunk Tom Brady was great well he he got he got, he got hammered on a boat because you had to be socially distanced so everyone had their boats in the fucking Tampa Bay I thought he didn't drink. My fucking avocado tequila, apparently, in the offseason. He got lit, dude. Wow. And he threw the Lombardi trophy to someone's boat, and thank Christ it didn't land in the water. <laughs> and he's just like, have you ever seen someone so drunk? They're not, like, they're not talking, but you could tell they're slurring. Wow. Yeah. Like, that's yeah, how he looked. Yeah. He had that, like, glaze, like, uh. I thought he didn't drink. And then he was, he doesn't drink during the season. Yeah. 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 I could, I could see that. He keeps it clean. Yeah. I could see that. Oh, we got any rape coming? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're so hot tonight. You see, these are older college guys. That was a big thing. You know, I I, I went to you know I live near a university. The checkered button up. You know the the the, the yeah that that shirt. We're adults. It's time to tuck in our shirts, Tad. Oh, that that was such an '80s poster. That was such an '80s poster. What is that? You, you see, it's the guy being blown away by the sound coming off of his oh, speakers. Oh, because technology is so bombastic. It's just like yeah, and it, it's literally it's as if it's a, a wind putting his hair back. But yeah, you know what's blowing his hair back? MTV. Yeah, yeah this was. Uh, yeah, this was definitely an, MTV was eighty four, right? But but yeah, uh, eighty one was when it came out. Eighty one was uh, when that's it when started. video killed the radio star. Yep, absolutely. But we were saying before about Mahomes and the Super Bowl. You know, um, I, I was very cocky on the Chiefs early on, but I watched. How did your brother take it? He was he wasn't surprised because he was just like they're not as good as they were last year, and he's like their offensive line is not good. It's well, it a bad decimated. offensive line, and then plus, and then it was bad to begin with, and then they had to get injuries and guys came. I mean, they were, and so we were watching during this uh, during the week, the lead up. I was watching the CBS Sports app, which is a totally good sports app. I like it. They give very kind of succinct information. It's kind of gambling oriented. It's it's pretty you know it's easy enough to follow. Uh, well, that's that fucking Jimmy the Greek in them. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because they would put Jimmy the Greek on TV gambling, but not gambling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, they show odds all the time. But but they were interviewing uh, Kevin Carter, remember the DN for the Rams? And they also interviewed Dwight Freeney, and they asked him, what quarterback would you want to play against more, Tom Brady or, or Patrick Mahomes? And they were like, I want to play against Patrick Mahomes. Right. He holds on to the ball. It gives you an opportunity to make a play better. He said, Brady, he gets rid of the ball, and that's the, the strength of his game. He gets rid of it at the right time every single time. Tampa Bay's defense was every, humming. Yeah, too. And, and also, when they played earlier in the season, Tampa didn't have both their safeities or a quarterback. Also, what did I tell you, guys Crow? back in their secondary. What did I tell you? Someone who played well all year during the season, they're going to play their worst football at the end. Well, you I mean, can't go a whole year playing like the Chiefs did. Wait, oh, yeah, no. We, they, that's, you're going to get coach, caught. You're going to get caught. You do the Al Arbor. Yeah. You do the Al Arbor. You you don't, I mean, don't suck during the regular season, but don't care who, don't try and win your division. Yeah. If you yeah. know you're good enough, you will. Yeah. Yeah. Just get into the tournament. Get into the playoffs. for so many years, the New York Islanders, for people who don't know, they would win the conference for like four years in a row and then they get bounced by the Edmonton Oilers. No, 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 no. The, the, the Islanders won it four years in a row. No, I'm saying before that. Before you know, yeah. that, they, that was that's how they won it four years in a row. Yeah. So the yeah. Islanders kept getting eliminated in the first or second round of the playoffs, but they would have the best record during the regular season. Yeah. And then Al Arbor told the guys like, "Let's conserve our energy during the season. Yeah. Like, let's not let's not try and have the best record in the league. Yeah. And then by the time we get into the playoffs, we're still we're not tired. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which and makes then total they won sense. four Stanley Cups in a row. Well, I, I think because the four Stanley yeah. Cups in a row, I think they finished third. Well, they had some. Divi- well, yeah. they were in the Patrick division with the with the Flyers, and I was a fly. I don't like the the early '80s Islanders. They were one of my least favorite teams because I was they a fuck fly- with your Flyers. Because the Flyers were actually a very good hockey team, and they beat uh, the Islanders beat the Flyers for their first cup in 1980. Yeah, four games to two, and then there was an obvious offsides call that they didn't Look call it, that a goal. She's was wearing a on. kimono, dude. How does that make you feel? Is that '80s? Dreadful etiquette. She's she's uh. I have to admit it. I, I found her very attractive. She's pretty cute. Yeah, I found her. She was. She like, also hasn't really aged that much. Yeah, I know. Like she looks the same. Yeah, he she, doesn't look the same. Yeah, I know. Absolutely, you know. But yeah, this was. Uh oh. I, I think I would have been like you know. That's also I feel like something that was like not an '80s trope, but like she's kind of a geek, but she has sex. Oh yeah, yeah. Like that mystique. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like yeah. in movies before this, she would be a virgin. You know, and yeah, I think it yeah. now, like, it, it was probably very groundbreaking that, like, she's a sexually active dork. Yeah, you know, maybe. I think there's probably that. Yeah, 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 maybe. I could see that. You know, yeah, I'm trying to think her, you know, whatever sex has always been portrayed in the movies, you know, and I think about my my early exposure, of course, was that this was a maturation of the teen movie, very much so, Heather's was, because the teen movie, just five, six years earlier than this, was still movies like Hot Dog, you know, and, and like, you know, Porky's ripoffs. That was still sort of the teen movie. Yeah. Like, this was a more when mature did version. When come out? Oh, well, Hot Shots was 93, I think, okay. or 92. And then Pardue. Was it yeah. Hot Shots, Pardue, the yeah. only movie? No, no, no. They, they had two of them. It was part two. Part, just do I it. always thought it was like, because Naked Gun Part 2 is called like Naked Gun 37 and a half. <laughs> I yeah. just thought it was satirical of like, this is the second one. Because there's no History of the World Part 1. No, there's History of the World Part 1. 
And there's no part two. Yeah, there's no part two. There's no part yeah. two. So it's just because it really, it, it, it's, it's to me, it's when Mel Brooks starts to lose it. He loses that history of the world part one. And, and then well, he, you'd figured out the trope. And then is that tro- why you don't like Robin Hood Men in Tights? Because that's my Mel Brooks oh, movie. God. No, I was my, watching that recently. My, my Mel Brooks movie is, uh, is Young Frankenstein and Blazing Saddles. Blazing and Saddles. A, a, a is little good. bit of high anxiety <laughs> is actually kind of funny, I think, parts of it. You know? When did he stop getting super racial? Blazing Saddles is racy, dude. I tell you, oh, blow out Blazing. Well, he, Richard Pryor, they wrote, it was supposed to be a vehicle for Richard Pryor, but he, the studio wouldn't back it because he was too much of a fuck cocaine. up. Because he was a drunk and a cokehead, you know? So that couldn't snake cane. But, uh, but yeah, it, it just, um, that's my exposure to, to, to Brooks. In, in 81, because you know, certainly the, the racial scene in, in History of the World Part One is when the guy is in Rome and he's got a boom box by his ear and he's playing funky town. He's a black guy. Won't you take me to? And he's just like walking through the scene. Funky town. Like that was like. Dude, that's an intense scene in MASH when <clears throat> there's a trial and it's before Colonel Potter's Colonel Potter, but it's the guy who plays Colonel Potter. He plays yeah. General Steele before he plays Colonel Potter. Yeah. And he has to come in and do this fucking in-camp trial. And he goes crazy and he asks a black guy to dance. He goes, before that, a number. And then he asks the black guy to stand up and the black guy's like, what do you want me to do? And he goes, well, it's in your blood, boy. (laughs) And then he starts doing like, and he starts dancing like soft shoe. Yeah. And I was just like, whoa, like that hit me so hard. Like I was like, that is fucking racy yeah 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 there's definitely but at the time that was like a progressive like it was like shining a light on racism in the military yeah 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 pretty exactly yeah that, that was the message that's how that's how the writers justified it that's they, they thought they were doing that but now that's what's almost interesting about like the social politics like at the time that was like super woke but now someone would watch that and be like what the fuck is this i i, I, I don't get why you that, know what i, I was thinking I about think that, that recently i think people my age and younger are just getting to the point where all of that stuff was to make examples to show that racism is wrong and like to combat it yeah but i feel like the mindset is like well we all know that stuff is bad so just stop showing it like we're past that we don't need it represented like that like yeah we know racism is bad i don't need to see it in my entertainment like it's no longer the big like oh this is real because they're showing how the world is like yeah yeah i think the way to go is to just have diverse shit and not mention it or on the flip side like don't freak out like just across the board yeah and i think that's why that's why when younger people see these like characters of race yeah even though they know they're joking it's kind of just eye rolly like jesus christ like it's too heavy is this really what you guys thought was good back then yeah yeah maybe maybe you know but you know the thing that uh, yeah i i uh i don't want to get all my soapbox but like do you get what i'm saying well no we have time yeah yeah but i know at the time i just want to get in my soapbox i I, i'll I'll immediately get vitriolic you know and just like against uh, the youth yes and and i don't want to do that because frankly their politics are pretty good. They got pretty yeah, good politics. Yeah, that's what you do. You're like, your politics are on the level. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, We're just soft. Oh, she kills Heather. Exactly. Yeah, this is... Yep. This is the first murder. Yep. They kill Heather. Yep. <laughs> and then Christian's like, let's do this to all of them. <laughs> yeah, I remember this. I mean, this is a dark comedy. I mean, they murder people and stuff, you know? This yeah. Is, you know, for a team... I mean, this is a very, again... 80 oh that painting over there that's such a duran duran album cover god it's so fucking 80s this is like oh my god you know i can't believe it 
I just killed my best friend. And your worst enemy. <laughs> Same difference. <laughs> you know, he wears that trench coat the whole fucking movie. Of course. That was a look, man. I, I guess at this time, I was just trying to figure it out still, Keith. I was getting a little older. You were yeah, yeah, a different level of exposure to things. But I was very frustrated in a certain ways, certainly sexually frustrated at that age. Without well, a doubt, yeah. You, know? you were upset that you got told no. Yeah. Uh, and, and, in, and in ways that were very vitriolic and in ways that were very, uh, you know, uh, felt she called you a loser. Hurt. No, just, you know, not handled Get well. your mullet out of my bedroom window. No, just not. I don't know. It, it, it was a. It was it was doomed. It was never going to. He doesn't be even want to get into it, ladies and gentlemen. That's how bad this was. It's also so old. It's like my stories. That's such an old story. It's just like, you know, it, make some new ones. You know, that's what you got to do, Crocious. You know, make some new ones. <laughs> Hence the need for this uh, podcast. Also, the era yeah. of the full-on vanity, the like mirror attached to the dresser. Well, that was definitely kind of a hip, a hipster look too. Like you would get like an old thing from like the fifties and like make it look better or something from the sixties. Yeah. That was a very kind of you went you shopped at like uh you know secondhand stores, but you had an eye for certain like campy things. Here you know? they frame it. All right, we we uh, we did a murder. Now that's a crime, but uh, this were like a suicide thing, you know. How do they? Yeah, because there was the bell jar next to her. Yeah, I mean, uh, you can do Heather's handwriting as well as your own, right? She'll put a suicide right? note out. Yep. Oh, that's something they throw in early in the movie. She does homework for people because she can like match people's handwriting. Okay, so for story logic, it works. That's yeah. the reason why she's able to do that. Yeah. You might think what I've done is shocking. Yeah. Um, to me, though, suicide is the natural answer to the myriad of problems life has given me. He always sounds like him just giving up. <laughs> I just woke up, man. Yo, he was, his high watermark is true romance, I think. That's his high watermark. I bet you every casting director was like, he's so relaxed. Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he was very much, if you listen to his voice, I mean, it is Jack Nicholson. It's Jack, it's young Jack Nicholson. You know, that's the reason why yeah. he gets cast. Just he's got the same kind of way he speaks. You can, you can, you can hear the Nicholson him, you know? Just because you're beautiful and popular, life is easy and fun. Uh, no one understood. I had feelings too. So this is like where the plot hits. Yeah. Yep. And it, it took too long to get to this, to be quite honest with you. Well, again, this is your generation that is the attention span of a my generation. I was fucking two years old. You know, no, no, no. The point is analyzing it in your current movie palette. No, I'm you know, saying it's like, like oh, I got to get the information right away. No. It's got to be an explosion. What's going to happen? It's gotta I'm be. just saying, like, as far if you're saying I have a movie where the plot is they kill people, they kill fucking shitty popular people. You might not want to wait. 45 minutes before you get to it. <laughs> when was that information parsed out? Let's see. Can, can, we, can we check? When they finally know? kill people? Yeah, yeah. What? 32 minutes in. That's not bad. Yeah, but you're right, though. That, that That's, yeah, maybe it's a little slow, but you know, they, they got to build the world. They got to build the world for it, you know? Profoundly disturbing that we're told that the tragic destruction of youth. See, I think that, 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 that's, that's like the, the art teacher. Well, know? that's the weird comedy about the, oh, they all talk about, the, yeah, this is a big part of the movie too where they all 
uh, as, as the, the administrators, board, the administrators. They, they talk about how the deaths are affecting like the fucking together. Look at them smoking indoors. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, people smoked inside back then. I, I, I remember that distinctly. People smoking inside a lot. Yeah. You know, absolutely. You know, there was a big deal when they had like a smoke. I remember in airplane, airplanes, the back of the plane was a smoker section that lasts like eight rows. Let's fast forward. So everyone would bit. just go back I there. I definitely want to get to the part where they kill the jocks and then the cops yeah. fucking. Yeah, exactly. No, but yeah, you see the plot. Because this here. is pretty much. Oh, there we go. Because this is pretty much the movie. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they basically kill kids. They, they kill all the, the, un, all the, yeah, the popular shitty yeah, fucking. Exactly. The awful kids, you know, which is, of course, I mean, this is the nerd fantasy. The nerd fantasy is obviously starting. You can well, see the direct it, line of this, nerdism. So that's know? how it went in the 80s. The nerd fantasies were killing popular people and raping cheerleaders and bounce houses. Because <laughs> that's what nerds did in the 80s. Yeah. Revenge of the nerds. Exactly. Whoa. Kurt doesn't look too good. And, and then, remember he's left handed. <laughs> Doesn't it still come? Oh, oh, yeah, this is. Yeah, they're, they're in Griffith Park. That's obviously Griffith Watch. Park. Mother of shit. Call in. I heard something out there. I'm checking it out. Yeah, this is uh, Officer McCord. I've got two dead bodies in the woods behind Westerberg High. <laughs> Running from murder, we killed someone. It's the eighties, and we have half shoulder pads in our jackets. <laughs> yeah, but this was definitely like a. Uh, this is like the music they play while Nancy's building the shit to kill Freddy Krueger. I mean, the, <laughs> that's actually that I can see absolutely. But again, this was definitely a, a hipper movie. You know what I mean? Like it, it was tongue in cheek in a way. You know, it had a little bit more of an ir- ir- irony to it. You know. That made it a little bit more sophisticated, kind of. You Outran know? them. It just says Metropolitan Police. Oh, yeah, they, they fake. Oh, like, they, oh yeah. yeah. Fake, yeah. Like they, he wasn't chasing them. I don't... I think. Milner, can you hear me? What's going down? He's just going to stand there and beat off. Hold on. I heard back there was just a bunny rabbit. All I got here is a couple of kids making out in a station wagon. Should I pry them apart? No, no, forget it. I got all the answers, baby. No, turn your body cam on and record doing that. it. Like driving a car somewhere and making out with Are a they girl. Naked? <laughs> that was a long time ago. God, it's been, I mean, like, you know, like, like that was like teenage things you did. You That's know? in very 80s bra. You know, that oh, bra yeah. looks like a wedding dress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, uh,. What's the deal? Suicide. Double suicide. They shot each other. Hey, that's Kurt Kelly. Yeah, and the linebacker, Ram Sweeney. My God, suicide. Why? Does this answer your question? Oh, man, they were fags. (laughs) Listen up. We realized we could never reveal our forbidden love to an uncaring and ununderstanding world. Jesus, age Christ. The quarterback buggering the linebacker. <laughs> what a waste. <laughs> oh, what a waste of that good dick. He was gay and he wanted it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a waste of yeah. good hog. No, I'm telling you, I mean, that was like, like there's certain like, gay people in the, of my generation. That was a very kind of hip sort of, you know, yeah. uh, reveal. Anyway, you know? I'm going like, to get to the end because we're getting yeah. about 10 minutes away because yeah. it does get wild. So people keep dying. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, and it all ends with them in the school with fucking dynamite strapped to the fucking 
He's in there like basically school shooting everybody. So, so yeah, so th- th- this is like the Columbine fantasy here coming coming to. Oh wait. What did you hate about high school, Keith? I just didn't like that I had to go there. It was just the prying me away from the world. I hated homework. I liked a lot of the stuff I learned. Yeah. It just was the idea that like you have to do this and if you don't do it, you're going to fail in life. Yeah. And just that whole thing they pry into your head of like this is the most important time of your life and this is going to shape where you go for the rest of your life and you have to take this seriously. Yeah. And then I graduated and I saw the people that graduated with me and I was like, I tried too hard. Yeah. Yeah. Like I didn't do hard enough. And it's just, I, not that you shouldn't do well and learn stuff, but there really shouldn't be any pressure to high school. It should be as pressureless as elementary school. Yeah. 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 I, oh God. Interesting. I, I, I definitely know. I mean, I was not, I, I was, just didn't like how people freaked out about it. Like, yeah. Calm down. Well, who cares if I'm missing a lot of days because I'm pretending to be sick or whatever? <laughs> like, I'm well, doing you know, fine. I mean... It, and it, even it, like the, with the attitude I had of like when they would get disappointed that I wasn't getting like A's, that I would get like C's and B's and some D's. Yeah. Where I would be like, guys, I'm passing. Yeah. And they would be like, but you're so smart. And then I'd be like, so what's the big deal? Yeah. If you're acknowledging that I'm smart and you're that I'm doing okay in your eyes... Yeah. Who cares what letter my grade is? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's all the idea of like that your jobs are going to look at these grades when you want to get a job. They're going to look and see if you got B's and C's and D's. No, I can tell you this. And they're much. absolutely not. They don't. I've never yeah. had one job where they look at your fucking grade point average. Yeah, it is. It may have come up right out of college, but even my first college job, I made through personal connections, people I knew from other jobs and people I knew from my life. That's the reason why I got that job. Yeah, I went through the motion. I mean, I got my college degree. I'm proud of that. You know, I know for myself in high school, yeah, I was not a good student either. I really was not a good student. You may think, oh, yeah, Crow, he went to the University of Chicago. Uh, I had to struggle during high school. The one thing I gave myself credit on in high school, on. And, and maybe this was not... I didn't like it, but I, and this is not a help, but I, I fought my way through it. And I, 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 I did not blow class off. I went to it. If I wasn't getting a very good grade, I took my lumps and I was like, I'm going to try to learn something. So in a weird way, I did learn a certain discipline in that, but I was also dealing with my, my family life at the time was a disaster. So the, the anxiety of that, there was a lot of other just anxieties I had inside Look at of me. His, I think his finger's gone. She blows his, she's blown his finger off. They've beat the shit out of each other. You got power. I think the school blows up at some point. Power, I didn't think you had. But it's interesting to see how it started, and it goes to this. Yeah. Slate oh yeah. Clean. He's gonna blow himself up. I'm gonna go yell. Jihan, real loud in the middle of the road. <laughs> I know we've said it before, but you, you no, you were not in high school when Columbine happened. No, you no, were I was not. in sixth grade. Columbine oh. fucked with my whole f- shit. Columbine was my AIDS. Interesting. I couldn't. You couldn't bring shit to school after Columbine. Interesting. Legit. Nothing but your school stuff in your bag. Yeah. No metal. They banned. You could get expelled for having laser pointers because they were weapons. Yeah. 
it was awful. They were they would wand you with a fucking metal detector when you yeah. walked to school. Yeah. It just it totally put fear into everything. Yeah. People flipped about what kind of music you were listening to. It was the beginning of like, oh, they fucking murder in these games, so you're going to be a murderer. It just was bullshit, dude. Yeah. I remember watching Columbine on TV. Yeah. I was it yeah. was 4:20. I ditched school with Wesley Bowers' younger brother. To in smoke the, weed in the fourth and grade. We wa- no, sixth grade. Sixth grade. Okay. And okay. we watched it on television. Yeah. Yeah. Does he just blow himself up off camera? I think maybe. I don't know. Oh. He goes. Look at in, them yep. cheering. Yeah. Hell yeah. At a pep rally. Oh yeah. Hear it. Shannon Doherty is on her deathbed. Is she just covered it currently? Oh yeah. I, th- I think. I think she. I mean, no shit. I, I, well, I think she. She got diagnosed again with breast cancer. I think she's had it twice now. I'm sorry. A second time. You're screech bound. It's, it's, You're screech bound. I don't know when it's going to happen. I don't want it to happen, but I, it's it's just I look at her being a contemporary of mine. That's a similar age group. This See is all, all that chart. This See, is that's this, what Shannon Doherty's breast looks like right now. Yep, is fucking Winona Ryder at the end of this. So you're she's being, the, you're she's being confronted. Of, this is this is fate right here. This is Shannon Doherty talking to her cancerous lump right now. You look like hell. <laughs> yeah, I just got back. Veronica, what are you doing? Heather, my love, there's a new sheriff in town. Yeah, taking it over. So yeah, it, it, it's uh. <laughs> the prom kind of flaked out on me. I was wondering if you were doing anything that night. Maybe we could rent some new releases, pop some popcorn. That was such a that was hot video store talk. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, go to the new release section. I, I remember. A, I uh, talk like Christian Slater now. I, I had some friends. There were a couple friends of mine worked at iView Video at the video store in town, and they thought they were like pretty cool. Like they, that was definitely like a a hip job to have as like a high school kid. And I remember I was friends with them, and they would I would rarely be invited over. And they'd, they'd always say what the parties they had over after they shut it down. Oh, they'd pop they were in probably like porn just only telling. You ever get the vibe that people are only telling you about cool shit? So because you're not invited. Yeah. Exa- oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And then I'd be like, well, why don't you? Now, I don't know, man. We can't have any people over. Well, then why do you keep talking about it? If you, I'm going to well, try to come up. we're throwing you know? it in your face, man. You know. You dig? You know, so yeah. It, you it ever just, people have told you, were people still saying you dig and groovy back then? No, not groovy. Jesus What was Christ. the lingo of the 80s? Wasn't it rad and shit? Radical and like. Choice. Choice. It's pretty mint, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of other bad expressions of the 80s. Um, God. I don't know. I think I have my own language. I have with my own friends. Ooh, we can watch this off camera. You know? Yeah, I'm trying to... Yeah. Yeah, other, Any closing I, thoughts, though? That was the episode. I tell you what, that Heathers, that, that, that was, uh, you know, that again, that, that was a kind of a cutting... That dude? That dude's in this? <laughs> that dude. That dude from... Uh, you can say you know? that about most people on TV. I didn't even have to know who you're talking about. No, the, the Indian actor, wasn't he in, uh, in Harold Oh, Harold Kumar. Kumar. Yeah, yeah, he's in this. He's in this? This, is, this takes place right after Silence of the Lambs. Okay, okay. This is the clear... It's about her actually in the FBI. <laughs> and you know what she's doing? She's toughing her way through a man's world. Exactly. That's what she's doing. Yeah. You know? 
And you got to bring back Hannibal at some points. Yeah. Who's going to play Lecter? That's Absolutely. what I want to know. Absolutely. Well, that yeah, was man. the show. Yeah, no, it, it, it was. So I guess the Super Bowl, I wasn't really surprised. CBS, again, they broke down. They, they, they had a breakdown uh, when they had, when they interviewed those, again, uh, uh, those two DNs. They said the p- player we wanted to go against was was uh, would be Patrick Mahomes. So we could get to him. That offensive line was ruined. And I knew it. I was like, that, that's the Achilles heel. Their offensive line's too shitty. And I know bad offensive line play. And everyone got healthy at the right time for the Buccaneers. So so they won. And Twami, Twami won his seventh uh, Super Bowl uh, championship. There's so, anything. Uh, I, I, I want to cheer one time. For there's the anything Crocious knows about its line play and ends. He knows a good end. I, it just. He knows his way around an end. <laughs> tight or defensive. <laughs> the whole. I, I, I'm just. Am I ever going to be able to cheer for a Super Bowl? Like, am I ever going to actually care? That's I, I, not, I, Crocious, that's not what it's about. No, no, it's about that. I, I know. I, I want, I I want know. to cheer. I'm talking like a shitty owner right y- now. You, you've been, you've been, you, you know, as much as you bitch about the Bears, you have seen a Super Bowl in your lifetime. That, that, that was a good age yeah, to but watch Crow, it. Isn't it exciting you know? to know? There is an excitement to the prospect of your team totally turning it around in the offseason. No, it's not a prospect of that. I don't, I don't buy that at all. That they, they have a rotten quarterback. You don't have a good quarterback. That's it. You're, you're not going to compete. I so, wake up every so, morning and I see. Oh, that. I hope they make a trade for my favorite player. I wake up every morning and then I have hope. Ooh. Well, they're definitely going to draft or trade for a quarterback. It's not like I'm fucking stupid for thinking Ooh, that. For the, the Bears. Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course they should. And yeah. the Colts. There's a bunch of teams that are going to sign quarterbacks. Yeah, that's what's different too. I remember when it was like crazy that like why are they going out of their way to sign a quarterback? Now that's like you're stupid if you don't do that. Yeah. Well, so, you, but I wake up every morning. I have this My Teams app. And every morning I wake up with notifications and I hope like hopefully this is the Bears signing a quarterback. You know. Yeah, or if, but if they don't, they're definitely going to draft one. That's my fallback. Yeah. They have they're to. They're definitely going to draft a quarterback. It just it sucks so bad when you cheer for a team that just cannot get the quarterback position figured well, out. Well, the Vikings want Jimmy Garoppolo. It, oh God! Yeah, yeah. I that, think he, that's the solution. I think he's better than Cousins. He's just injury prone. Uh, C- Cousins is so robotic, and, and you know he's actually been okay. I, I, you know, as much as I want to throw him under the bus, you know, but he's just painfully mediocre. He's just very average. That's what he is. You know he's what he, not garbage. You know what he's spectacular at though? Christianity. Well, exactly. He's number one in God's so, eyes. So he just. Again, it's frustrating. They have some. Dalvin Cook was pretty good this year. He's he was, on the way down, you know. But it's like he's twenty six. Hey, I mean, maybe he'll be able to. But he's injury prone. He'll probably get injured. So they can't court. Just get get a few offensive linemen. Just draft some offensive line and finally get it figured out. But they have this stupid zone blocking scheme that you talk I just about ag- this every week. I, mean, I can't stand it. It's like get some maulers up there and not these annoying. Oh, uh, we're, we're gonna get the guy. Let get him the do second steroids. and third level. It, it's no get big offensive line and steroids. make them dominant. I don't like this b- zone blocking crap. They cannot pass block for Let's shit. Get these '90s cowboy you prisoners know? in there. Well, yeah, you, just get, you get a big offensive line and you beat teams up. That's what the Redskins did in the '80s and the early '90s with the Hogs. You know, it's like get, get a big on, but you know, offensive line is not a glory. Who position. crushes the Hogs? 
You know, you mean the Washington football team? Yeah, the Washington football team. Exactly. Anyway, we want you want to wind yeah. this down here. Well, you know, I, I know I, I, had, I had a little wild hair up my ass. I wanted to talk about football. A little you got to get in about the your anger about the zone because it's just team. it's just because it's also they have some decent players. But honestly, I think the Vikings will be better this coming year because they're going to get a lot of injured players back from defense. Uh, so they're going to have a much better defense this yeah. coming year. Here's how so, I know that to, you know, that I can tell you out when you hear this. Yep, exactly. That's when you know it's you know fucking. It's that's exactly. when you know the end's winding down, and that's when you I know. start thanking people exactly for listening, for listening, and to telling you to follow me on social media. I'm at Keith Pazel. and I'm Adam Crocious at Insecure Comic. Yeah, I've had uh, some good tweets recently. You've been having some good tweets. Yeah, uh, you, you know. only tweet. You don't read the. You don't read the <laughs> trending topics. We found that out earlier. Or, or I, I, I pay very minimal attention yeah. to it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, though, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, this is Keith Pazel. Yep. Uh, I have a new page on the website, uh, keithpazel.com slash feeds to subscribe to all everything on the platforms. Uh, it's everything you need. Uh, we'll see you next week. Yes. A lot of fun.